Hello. 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 You're early. This is unlike you. <laughs> this is the new. It's a new year, a new bill, a new geek. Bro. It's been a new year, a long time. <laughs> We're almost heading <laughs> into the 2024. Oh, that's true. So I mean, you it's... could save it for next year. That's true. It's coming up on my birthday though, so that that's a new a new year for me. Ah, in my that, life, you're one one year older. Yes, you're almost you're my age. I am. God a, damn. Probably you're gonna be your age. You are gonna be my age. Damn. What's what are you gonna celebrate for your birthday? I'm going to celebrate my birthday on my birthday. What do you mean? <laughs> what what, what, what are you going to do? Like, Oh, what am I going to do? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to uh, work probably. I don't know what day my oh. birthday is on. <laughs> yeah, I worked on my birthday. So I work. Maybe I'll, take, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll take half a day. That would be fun. And then, I love half days. And then do what? Then I'll read some comic books. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Nothing big planned. Nothing big planned. It's and not. Then, it's, not a, that, it's not my. It's not the big six zero yet. So. Well, you're you're one more year away from fifty five. So. That's. No, I'm. Wait, what do I turn this year? No, no, I'm two years away from. I think oh, I'm a year and a half. I think I'm like a year and a half younger than you. Well, fuck you. (laughs) You're near the beginning of the year. So you were one of the older people in class in school, and I was the youngest person in school. You were the youngest, and I was the oldest. You would have beat me up. (laughs) Yeah. For being so young. I would have beat the crap out of you. (laughs) But you would have been a year ahead, too, so... I'll still do it. I'll still beat the crap <laughs> out of you. That's why I sleep with one eye open at Heroes. Yeah, listening to heartbeats. That's why I have the heartbeat. The telltale heart. That prevents me from going into deep <clears throat> REM sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always aware. If you have Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking me out all night. Wow. Those uh, Peacemaker Judo Master Vigilante series of toys came out. Interesting. I don't get toys anymore, but I would I would love to have that because it's the the Charlton Peacemaker Judo Master Vigilante doesn't belong there other than the TV show. But who's making those? Uh, McFarlane. That's cool. I can't believe all of his court cases. Like I, I listened to more of Rob's observations, and I was like, man, he really made some bad decisions. <laughs> McFarland. Yeah, like business decisions. He just. Yeah. That's interesting. He I managed, know about he managed to get out of bankruptcy and stuff, but it just. 
the 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 whole Tony Twist thing, I, I I can't fucking understand how he could lose. I mean, it was like twenty million, but then it threw appeals and everything. He ended up paying him five. But I don't There's understand no... why you can't use like somebody's fucking name. Like Mike Myers is fucking in Halloween. Should I go sue his ass? You know, like <laughs> yeah, fucking... exactly. All well, the... it must have been more than that though, right? <clears throat> was there a likeness or something? Was it like modeled after him? No, because he's a big old fat slob. I mean, he's like a gangster. Yeah. I mean, other than him physically saying it was him, because <laughs> I don't think I don't think McFar McFarland's a sports fan. I don't think he liked him at all. Yeah. We all know who it was, but how do you prove that in court? I don't right. know. Right. I mean, I mean well, I have his like the world versus Todd McFarland. I had to go read it. Maybe that would help me understand yeah. like. Because that has a lot of what was said in court, so it's like maybe he, maybe something was said like that, you know? Yeah, the only thing I can imagine is that he revealed it at some point, or document it was documented somewhere that it was based on him. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> I, I, I just think it's. Yeah, I mean, those guys were young and rich and. No, but that, I just don't understand in a court of law how you could win that if you put somebody's name in a comic book. Like, I don't get it. A comic book is fiction. Yeah. Yeah, and... I, I don't know why they couldn't just say it was parody or something and it's protected. But even the Neil Gaiman one, like, I... I it's, it's so weird. Like, I understand... Okay, he created... Angela, he created uh, Cog Cogliostro, he created uh, Medieval Spawn, and he kind of gave gave the Spawn universe a lot of backstory, but he only did it in one issue. Like I, I, I just have a hard time seeing why. Gaiman was taking so much after he gave Alan Moore, Dave Sim, uh, who was the other guy, Frank Miller, and him a hundred grand just to write one issue. Like that seems like a fucking lot of money. It, it, yeah, especially nowadays. But like Neil Gaiman's. Um, but that must have come down to the contract, right? Well, he he didn't sign one. That's why yeah, he got in trouble. Yeah. Gaiman wanted one because he wanted shares. Like, okay, if they make an Angela toy, I want a share of that. Right. I want a fifty-fifty yeah, share. Specify, yeah, what his royalties would be. Yeah, because he had Sandman royalties. He knew the, he knew what a royalty should be. You know, yeah. like that. He 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 viewed it like as I should be getting money from this, the rest of my life. Right, I created this character, so I want to, if you use her in the future, I want a piece of it. And then he had so much to do with, like, Miracle Man and all that stuff. But what what it comes down to is he got money out of it, plus he got Angela back, and he got uh, the rights to Miracle Man back. 
which mm-hmm. which Todd McFarlane negotiated for because he wanted to do stuff with Miracle Man. I think okay, Miracle so Man he... showed up in an issue of Spawn. I don't remember, but he did make a a toy and a statue. Mm-hmm. And I know that because I bought. I don't remember who I bought it for. Maybe it was Derek Coward, but I bought a McFarlane Miracle Man toy for for him because I knew he liked Miracle Man. At that mm-hmm. time, I didn't know two shits about Miracle Man. I still yeah. don't know two shits about Miracle Man. <laughs> for the legal side of things. Yeah, I, I, I've never... I'm not well-versed in Miracle Man. Like yeah, I, me neither. I, I understand its importance, and I understand the creators that did stuff, and I understand where it came from and how it originated from Marvel man and then became miracle man and, and got to eclipse. And I I get that. I just don't know. I've never read it like to know its significance. Um, Right. But I know it's been a hot mess at Marvel. Like, Oh, put out this, we'll put out that. And it's, it's never like what anybody wants. It always confuses me because there just seems to be a lot of issues <laughs> from different publishers. And yeah, that Michelangelo guy or runs and the stuff. guy who owns Marvel Man and like I, it seems weird. And the Angela stuff didn't really pan out like I think the way they wanted. They made him, made her Thor's sister, and then in the Guardians of the Galaxy, but she never really took off. Did you know that 1682, the book that he did for Marvel, was done entirely to to pay for his lawyers against Todd McFarlane? So he partnered with he partnered with Marvel to do this comic book just to pay the court fees. So that's why he agreed to do it. Yeah, that's why 1602 came about. He needed the money. Yeah. So I said, hey, Marvel, how much are you Well, Todd, Todd McFarlane's, like, also hurts from his arrogance, even, like, when he testifies. Like, he's very coarse and stuff. He doesn't, like, uh, lawyers are like, you know, the jury's not going to side for you if you sound like an asshole. And he's, he's still, <laughs> he still sounds like an he's asshole. He's like, all right, I won't sound like an yeah, asshole. Yeah, yeah. Starts mouthing off. <laughs> yeah, where you have someone as elegant as, as Neil Gaiman, you know, yeah, that's gonna to be tough to 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 beat his elegance presence, because he's yeah. <laughs> English and proper and knows what yeah, to say. And speaks uh, speaks well. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I think I don't know if I'm just like a Todd guy, but I think they were fairly paid off. But I I, I come from a world of I get a paycheck. And they own everything I do, so I, I, I have a hard time doing the other side of it. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I don't. I know art is art, and you know Superman creators yeah. should get some something, but right. yeah, they got they got where... they got a paycheck for work. Yeah, and we live in a world where if we create something, the company owns it, and we have no. We don't get royalties on any of it. <laughs> no, we don't get shit. We might get an award for a hundred bucks at Amazon, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's get about some star, it. Star points or something. <laughs> yeah. 
a big old marble plaque and uh, a hundred dollar gift card, but that's what you, you <laughs> get. What you, what you <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that comes down to that's why contracts exist, right? Yeah. And I know if, Kirby like got shafted for that whole reason. It's like he was work for hire, right? Mm-hmm. So, right. All that back then, that's how glor- he created a whole done. universe, and that's how it was done. I mean, it sucks, but. but I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, if you're working for a big corporation, like, you know, Warner Brothers or whatever, you have a contract, and you know, you gotta abide by. You sign the contract, and you gotta abide by whatever it says. But if there's no contract then yeah i can see yeah i just don't know how having <laughs> how having no contract favors one side other than the other cuz it seems like it's they're both at fault in in my eyes right. yeah because right. you did you did something without a contract so it seems like even on that point you're you're shafted as well as the other guy who didn't write up the contract so then it, i guess it has to go to like all the rules of law and copyright, right? Yeah, something like, like that. Uh, I, I, I don't know any of that shit. I'm not a copyright lawyer, but maybe, right, right, that's, right. maybe that's what it fell on because they don't have they don't have anything in writing. It has to fall to what the copyright law says. Yeah, I'm not sure. And there's stuff about like what the uh, what what the arrangement was and stuff. And but again, if it if it's not written down, then Either party could say whatever they want. And the problem, I think the situation is different when, well, you sign contracts early because you don't know what's going to happen, right? You don't know if something's going to take off or not. So the contract's there to cover everyone and everyone has agreed to, you know, the what well, if. I, th- I think it favors the people that are smart up front rather than the people that's excited and yeah. I just want to sign this because I, I think it's cool and I want to work on this character, right? Yeah. Whereas Bob Kane like made a fortune, and he didn't really do shit. Like he 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 came up with the, some character designs based on the writer, but he didn't mm-hmm. even he basically came up with a sweatshop where they drew stuff with his name on it in his style, mm-hmm. and he was a lawyer, so he like knew what to do. You know what I mean? He knew how to how the system worked. Yep. And like Liefeld, uh, I, I, he must have been pretty smart for a young guy because he's still getting paychecks up the wazoo for Deadpool, right? Yeah, so, I don't know what kind of what is, what kind of deal he made with Marvel back then, but he it must have been pretty good because yeah, he's still getting paid. So <laughs> yeah, he's getting paid big bucks for Cable and Deadpool. What I mean, big bucks is a livable salary every year to do nothing, mm-hmm. just to do it. I mean, just to have it out there. He gets a portion of every card. He gets a portion of every toy. And Deadpool's out there as much as Spider-Man for the most part, um, in terms of marketing. Yeah. Yeah. You got. It's a combination of he, he was smart to get that deal, but and he also got lucky in that that character took off. But I mean, that's also one of Rob's 
strengths is creating memorable characters. Yeah. He he has a gift for I think he has a gift of like throwing a lot at the wall all yeah. at once and not putting a lot there. Do you know what I mean? And then moving on. I, I think of Rob as like an explosion, right? I don't know. An explosion you... of ideas. He yeah. he comes up with like blam, like there's all this stuff. I designed this character, blah 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 blah. Yeah, here's this and then somebody crafts it into something that's means something. Like he's never been like the best plotter. He's been more like Splash, in my opinion. Yeah, no, he was never known for his writing. <laughs> no, but he's like uh he's like the Bay movie, Michael Bay, right? He 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 architects how he wants things to look on the page and people yeah. like it, so but he of all the image creators, he's the one that would frustrate me the most as much as I'm an advocate for him. He no, would never sucks. he would never finish a goddamn thing. And it took forever for the issues to come out too. Oh yeah, it was like, terrible. It was like I want my next young blood. Oh no, but here's Brigade and here's Bloodstrike and here's <laughs> a bunch of number one. <laughs> else. Here's New Men. You know, you could go swallow that for a while, but that's why I consider him like an ex- an a creative explosion where he just throws out all this stuff and sees what sticks, you know. Well, I mean, even the stuff that sticks, though, he seemed to have trouble with the schedule or whatever. Whereas Todd, he's put a lot of substance, I think, in his in his property, and he doesn't own as much at Marvel. Like he created Venom, but Venom was a derivative, right? So it's like, how does what does that mean to him? Like, I I don't know how derivatives work, but. I know it worked in the favor of Neil Gaiman when Todd McFarlane created two more angels with different names and he got the rights to them back. You know, he owns part of them because they're derivative. So, I, yeah, it's all confusing. But everybody does derivatives. Like, Supreme is Superman, right? Majestic is Superman. <laughs> Yeah, there's certain archetypes that I mean you can't get away you can't get away from you know there's always going to be the strong guy there's always going to be the alien on alien on Earth <laughs> yeah who has more powers than everyone else there's always going to be the big hulking guy. Big hulking guy, like the Hulk. Like the Hulk. <laughs> Hulk thing. We have our first snow today. Vigilante type. Have you got snow yet? We have not. Uh, We're supposed to. We possibly will get snow tomorrow. Today? We might get snow. Wait. I can't remember now. Maybe it's Halloween. We're soon. We're supposed to get some snow. Yeah, it's cold and. We got snow. Thought today we thought today we might get snow. I don't have it yet. But when I woke up this morning, it was I think forty-one, and that was the high of the day. So. Alexa, what's the temperature? Right now, it's twenty-one degrees. It's twenty-one over here. Woo! And the wind chill is probably like 
18. Is that unusual or... for you or at this point in the year? Uh, yeah, I think so. A little early? A little bit. I don't know. We It's October, so I don't know. I think we usually get a snow in October. Barb's in New Mexico, so it's warmer there. Oh, she is. Yeah. So it's me by myself. Ooh. Yesterday I got a lot of reading. Today I made myself breakfast because I didn't want to go out in the snow. How much snow do you have? It's not like a dusting? Uh, in the backyard there's probably like six inches Dang. of accumulation, but it's melting. Yeah. You, you know how my backyard doesn't get much sun? My front yard does, so mm-hmm. my front yard will look like it has nothing, and then the backyard will accumulate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the shady area. So you're all alone. That explains why you were naked when you came on. That's right. This morning, walking around the house like you own but the place. I do that all the time, so I don't understand <laughs> why you're surprised. <laughs> It's appropriate for Faust. I feel like if we're covering <laughs> Faust, I'll covering just Faust. Ha- be hanging around. My favorite. I... Uh, <laughs> my favorite. Uh, my my favorite sequence in today's Faust reading was when he cut the pants off those guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sneak peek for all you listeners. I I don't understand the book very well still. I I uh, I, I, I read the back matter and then I reread number one so I could. Oh, there's back matter on like what the issue's about. No, not the what the issue's about. I mean, there's like an interview at the back. Oh. So I read the interview with them and that kind of helped me out a little bit. Does it have to do with like the real Faust work? Like, and then he incorporates like music to it, like the radio station and the reporter and the. They do talk about how some people were confused because it it's hard to tell like where the captions are coming from <laughs> in the first issue. Well, the second issue that we read this time, the cursive writing by the reporter is terrible. Oh man, early on I couldn't, oh, read, I couldn't even read the passage. Like the printing <clears throat> didn't. Work. They should have redone it. I got I got through it. What, what I would have done is just make it captioned, maybe in a different like italic or something, so you know it's this guy. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know. They could have done a couple of things, but her writing when she writes in cursive is more readable. But it's like purposely like squashed or something when the reporter's writing. And it's so small and tiny, even enlarged, it's, you really have to concentrate to yeah, read tough. it. Yeah, you can, some words you, you can't make out, for sure. But I've, uh, I went and got all the grips, like, well, at least the Tim V. Hill grips. Mm-hmm. There, it, it, that, that series is a fucking, like, mess to follow i mean thank god for twitter i could figure out now what it goes to it goes like jumps around it goes from like 
grips to to greater mercury comics action to to grips and then to grips adventures i think like it's wow. it's a hot I know, mess yeah i knew it was a couple of publishers i didn't know i'd jump that much well, it's two publishers but i don't know what the fuck they were doing like that chris silver was doing a lot he's he seems like a jerk in terms of not paying his artists but he seems to understand the plot of a comic well enough because I I want to buy them because I just even though there's not it's not like an Alan Moore script it's just a fucking vigilante that writes comic books that wants to find out who the kingpin is and is tracing down the criminal organization and runs in across a bunch of guys that this guy hires it's it is like a just a, a soap opera of like i i want to figure it out like i want to understand it and mm-hmm. and Vihil's art isn't like as crisp as it is in faust for sure like you, you could barely make out it's him was it i don't earlier? know if it's, i don't know what the timeline yeah was. grips grips is before faust yeah. matter of fact i think it's towards his early career like starting it was at 86 yeah and then i'm even factuated with like the silver wolf publishing now so like i i want to buy other things within that publisher to see Mm -hmm. what's going on because it's it has like its own continuity like it's crazy because as I, i start reading greater mercury comics action it has other titles in there and they're sort of in in their own continuity world like like the comic book that grips writes the character that is grip is fat ninja and fat ninja has its own comic book so it's like yeah i know there's a fat ninja yeah so i'm i want to get it and some of those books are not cheap like some of them are cheap like you if you go for the first few grips, they're they're not too expensive, but it's those later issues, man. Like the final issues of Greater Mercury Comics that they're just not out there. No, oh, yeah. And you can get them, but now we're talking about forty dollars an issue, thirty dollars an issue. And I paid for it, so there we go. Oh, and I bought uh, I bought Caliber Presents number one. I saw that. Yeah, which also has Tim V Hill. God damn that interview! I'm learning a lot. <laughs> Did you say that you talked to him, or you stopped by his table once, and you said he was kind of abrasive, or? Tim Vigil? Yeah. Yeah, he was at Heroes that one year. Yeah, I didn't stop by, though. You did. Yeah, yeah, went up to his table. Now, yeah, he was... now, 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 after watching the interview, I, like, know what to, I know what to say. It's to say to get him it's, to... It's like, it's like the soup Nazi, right? <laughs> I know what to do <laughs> to get, get my soup. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the right word, the combination of words to unlock the... <laughs> yeah. 
Well, he was he was sketching, and he kind of just you know looked up and said, "Hey." And... Yeah, he's not. He's more of on the introvert side. That's what I figured out. That's about it. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> he seems like he doesn't trust people when they tell him something because they don't buy anything. Like he he says, "I don't know if they're honest just because." Oh, uh, if they come up and say, "I love yeah, you." Yeah, yeah. They say I'm a master and. They just walk away, you know, don't yeah. say anything else or so I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like I know what to I know I need to drop some money at his table if I want to talk to him. <laughs> so that's the key. <laughs> <laughs> so without some cash, say hey there. And I, I know that he doesn't like to draw commissions of things that you want. He wants to draw. He'd rather draw like something and then sell his kind of like Ramona Fraden, how she like has a bunch of pre-drawn stuff and on the table and then says, you can buy these for this. Yeah. He likes to do that because he, he really likes his genre. Like he knows what he likes and what he doesn't want to do. Yes. There's a definite pattern to his. Yeah. Sex and violence. And like (laughs) he wants, like he likes that. Like he, that's, that's his detail, that's yeah. his that's his niche like that's yeah. and he knows he really does like it like he wants to do what he wants to do mm-hmm. and i always want to say Hill, but uh because i'm got a new mexican background but yeah you is, probably pronounce it the traditional vigil 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 yeah vigil I think that's how the well that's how the it. kayfabe guys said it so i i think they would get it right because they interviewed him they interviewed him right yeah. <laughs> but i say v hill <laughs> but but i i have to i'd have to i know who you're talking about put my, him though. yeah <laughs> When you, I know who you're talking about when you say that. Mm-hmm. Listeners know. That's a New Mexican thing. There's a lot of V Hills. Oh, not yeah. anybody there pronounces it like that. Vigil. No one gives the Eurocentric <laughs> <laughs> pronunciation. Yeah. I I didn't even know that pronunciation existed to tell you the truth. Well, I mean, yeah, if you went your whole life hearing the other pronunciation, it's always weird when a, a name you know, like from your childhood or whatever, and then someone has the same name and it's pronounced different. It's hard to get your brain to <laughs> switch over. Yeah. But yeah, I've been reading. It turns out I had, I had, I bought this like bundle of grips and it had like Mm -hmm. a bunch of titles and I couldn't figure out what the fuck the numbering was because there were three number fives. So I was like, what the hell? They they say they're different comics, but they're different covers. And I'm like, what? 
the contents are different. I don't understand what's happening. And then I look at the dates and they're like roughly in the same date. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What are they doing? Like, how am I supposed to do this? Like, how am I supposed to keep reading this comic? So I actually went to the Twitters and people explained it to me. But yeah, I'm trying. I'll, I'll, I'll try to track down all of the. Yeah, so now you got to figure out what issue you're missing. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. And they're harder to get, so like, if I want them, it's gonna be an eBay thing rather than wait for them to show up on my comic shop. Yeah. Yeah, with the grips. I I only own a few of those. I don't see them very often. I try to pick up that kind of stuff when I see it, but I don't often see it. I didn't know about the Silver Wolf publisher before. I, I knew about Grips because I read other comics that referenced Grips. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it it showed up and no ads and stuff or 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 like or somebody goes to a comic shop and says, "Oh, I want the latest issue of Grips," and I'm like, "Like I'm aware of it," mm-hmm. because in the comic they they're going to a comic sh- shop asking for grips, but <laughs> I, I never read it before. And I, I think, I think Kirk had mentioned it to me before. And I was like, Oh, Tim V Hill. I'd be, well, I said it again. Um, I can't pronounce the other way. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Vigil. Vigil. And I was like, oh, I want to get that. And then I read it, and I was like, well, his art is a little raw, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not the, it's not the Faust and the EO and all the North Star stuff I've seen. But you can kind of see at least the face that it's him. Like, you could, you could kind of see his anatomy and like where it's starting and stuff. So I'm glad we're covering this Faust. And then I completed my my Faust 777, which was also a hard series to 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 get a hold of. It's weird how I got that one. I won one of them. I, I don't remember where I got it. Maybe it was from Aaron Myers. I got one of them from Aaron Myers. Mm-hmm. And then I, I found a really good deal on eBay for a handful of them, even though... A lot of them were variant covers, but they were signed by Quinn and V Hill. But it was a really good deal. Like, yeah, um, stumble com- across it. Right, and they're they're covers that aren't even on the My Comic Shop. They're nasty. Like one of them has, <laughs> nice. one of them has him like picking up the girl, and she's got like devil wings on her, and it's like from her backside, and you can see her vagina, and then. And then his dick is just like this huge dick <laughs> coming out of the page. <laughs> and they're, they're all like it. Like they're really vile. I don't even know if I want to send them to, uh, to my database because they're so nasty. Oh, they might get rejected. Well, well, I don't know what happens. Like they, they accept them and then they like put these like they red, blow them out. 
no, they put these red ribbons around the privates. Okay. <laughs> so I like I don't think they want me to blur them out. I think I would send them as is, but they they didn't exist on my comic shop. The the ones that I had, so like I was having, I, I got to enter these into the database now. And then I have this nice scanner now, so I can just scan the images in. So I, I have a lot of variants of ones that aren't even at, like purchasable on my comic shop, and they were signed and by both the writer and the artist. And then I needed zero and I needed four, so I I ordered those individually, and I completed the. Faust 777, which is a color color version of Faust from Avatar. Oh, is that what that the is? Raft. I didn't know yeah. If it was, uh, yeah, it's newer. an it's an Avatar. Yeah, I knew it was Avatar. I didn't know if it was I didn't know if it was a reprint or if it was new stuff. Yeah, it's new stuff. I thought you said it was a reprint. No, it's new stuff. <laughs> okay, but in color. In color. New stuff in color. So I need to get it then. So it's unless new they, new Faust. They, why did they they should have put it in this book? I don't know. I don't know what the rights are that he signed for Avatar. I don't know how how all that stuff works. This says volume one on it, doesn't it? Maybe there's be a volume two. Does it say volume one? I don't think it says volume one. I guess it doesn't. <laughs> it just says Faust, Love of the Dam. Maybe the other one will be Faust 777, seven, 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 The Wrath. Seven. Could be. That's only five issues. That's only though. five issues, though. They could throw some other stuff in there. Throw some grips in there. All they do is throw the... He doesn't own the grips, though. That Chris Silver does. i got to find out more about that guy. I go down these weird rabbit holes and then I get fixated for a while and I don't know how long this one will last. Before you move on to the next thing. What's this called? Yeah, because I went on that that rabbit hole with that one guy that, what was his name? He wrote for Aerosol Comics, the leather and lace and all that stuff. What was that guy's name? I went on a, a binge with him and never finished it. Let me see what his name is. Leather and Lace. That's Barry Blair. Oh, Barry Blair, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. You're on a... So I, I got to go back. I, I did pick up, like, a few of those issues recently. So I can find out how it was already weird. And this 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 is one that he would do like a mature readers and an adult version. And now I know what the difference is because I bought an adult version. There's just a lot more nudity in the adult version versus the mature readers. Yeah. Barry I... Bear will bl- draw some clothes over. <laughs> They actually had trades on that, which is interesting. A book one, a book two, and a book three. Yeah, I think some of those Barry Blair books 
have collections like we're like ahead of the ahead of the uh, curve there with the with the the collections. So that's pretty early for collections. Yeah. I was looking up the uh, Faust hardcover because I heard that the so it was kickstarted and then Black Mask also printed it. Yeah, that's why we got all the Black Mask freebies, I think. Yeah, but the the Black Mask version of it, I guess it's out of print already because those are going for like a couple hundred bucks already. But what's what were you gonna say? The Black Mask version of it, what about it? Well, it's just going for a couple hundred. Yeah, it's already it's already out of print. Like they must have just done the small print run, or they might have just done print to order. I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. And I went over this. I went over my amount like expected on my uh, DCBS order. I am just slightly over. I had to. Uh, I'm over still... about by two hundred dollars, but I guess that's pretty good considering there was four collected editions I went after. I'm actually pretty good, but I, I didn't. I, uh, I I passed on. I had to pass on a couple of things, so I didn't get the Eternal Warrior and I didn't get the Micronauts. And I did both. I think I did cut a couple number ones though. Like I, I think I'm being more selective. Like I think there's, there's two books that we're covering here that I, I'm on the fence. Um, not because they're not good, just because it's not something I'm necessarily interested in. Yeah. I'd rather spend money on leather and lace and Faust. <laughs> I mean, right now your all your money is going to Faust, so you can't get anything new. <laughs> well, I, I I didn't buy any. I spent a lot because I bought Megaton Explosion, which I really wanted, and the 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 Megaton book yeah. made me want it more because. I started fumbling in the back matter and they have like a whole Rob Liefeld section like sketches mm -hmm. that he would send in and stuff like that to try to get work mm -hmm. and I was like I really want this Megaton explosion <laughs> I really want it and every time I do it something happens like there was one time I want it and the guy just pulled out and said I can't give it to you and this time I I did get it <clears throat> And it just so happened to be the Finally. seller was selling a, a bunch of stuff. And I, I just looked up Greater Mercury Comics and I could finish the run of that. So then I'll have the full Grips Volume 1 and then the Greater Mercury Comics. And then I'll have to work on Grips Volume 2 and Grips Adventures. Grips Adventures? Uh, what is that one called? It's is it Greater Mercury Adventures? No, oh, I think yeah. it's Grips. It's there is Grips Adventures. Oh, yeah, Grips Adventures. I don't have any of those. 
I still have to go back in my boxes and see which issues I have because I just wrote down grips and the numbers. I didn't write down. I didn't pay attention to what series they were or anything. <laughs> yeah, the logo on some of so these many. are awful. Like I, I, I don't like the logo because a lot of it is like it has like this colored outer boundary to it. Oh, the greater Mercury stuff. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. It's, the it's actual cover awful. is like. I'd rather small. the cover just be it's the like cover. Yeah. The only thing that I, I didn't even realize that this number five that I had, it said on the cover, it said this is a continuation of Grips from Silver Wolf. Before I asked the question on Twitter, I should have just read the cover. <laughs> That's funny. It tells you the order. Yeah, it tells me on the cover. <laughs> Some guy posted the next few covers, and I'm like, I have that cover, so I have the next two issues. I could keep reading. (laughs) (laughs) And then the new previews came out. I think I'm going to save money on this one. I think. Oh, good. There's just an auto... Like there's nothing from Archie. There's not. It just seems like. December, oh, so January previews. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot that's not being published. So. Yeah, but I swear, whenever I go through previews, if I go the first time I go through, I'm like, oh yeah, there's not that much stuff. But then the next time I go through, I'll notice like a couple like big ticket items that I want. And I'm like, oh goddamn. <laughs> well, yours is tougher because. You have to go back and remember what you read and say, do I want the trade? <clears throat> and then yep. you have to weigh that. I do. Me, I just have to remember the obscure publishers and did I order it kind of thing. See if you ordered the last issue. Now it's getting tougher because now I'm not getting all the num. Before I was getting all the number one, so I would know exactly what to order the next month. Now I have to... Did I buy that? Oh, now for all the number twos, so, you got to so go So I have to have check. two windows open on DCBS. I have to have one that I'm ordering from and then one that I can go to the order screen and look to see if I ordered it. Whole, whole system. That's right. I always have to go to my phone, see if I reviewed it. And Mike Wolfer's got another widow I think he's going to do really? five and six coming out on Kickstarter. <clears throat> on Kickstarter? Yeah, I just got three and four, and I think he said five and six are coming. And that, is that new? Yeah, it's a Kickstarter. Yeah. He does them two issues at a time. I love when they do that. Yeah. Because then I feel like I, I get like more – I feel like I get – I feel like I get a lot more story. Like I feel more vested in the project and it usually comes a little cheaper because if you buy them in the two, it's cheaper than if you buy it like singles. Yeah. And you're saving on shipping too. Saving on shipping. Yep. Palmiotti has been doing that too. So Palmiotti and. Especially now when shipping is a bigger deal. What is that? It sounds like you're peeing. I'm peeing in my coffee cup. Oh, that's pretty good. I don't know what that was. 
It's not peeing. My wiener is, that... is in my pants. Well, I guess oh. I could still be peeing. It's over here. <laughs> it's uh, her uh, her plant. You know, one of those. What do they plant call them? Euro garden or arrow gardens? U- or... Urine, urine garden. Yeah, it's urinating right now. <laughs> her her uh, jalapeno garden. her jalapeno one just took off, man. I mean, it's got like at least 20 jalapenos on it right now. And usually we do the jalapeno one and it's like we could get like two or three a week. This one's got like a ton of them. That's crazy. So you want to cover some Faust then? Since we're talking Vigil? Tim Vigil and David Quinn. Let's do it. Oh, oh. This is a big boy. It's hard <laughs> to read. read. I, I don't know if I usually bring a like a tray to put it on or I uh, sometimes hold it vertically. I have to, I just put it on my lap. Yeah. It's it's like a almost an absolute looking thing. It's pretty big. I wanted to keep reading too because I was I was getting mesmerized in what I thought was happening in the plot. So this this is uh, Act Two, Love of the Damned, and uh, I wish they would do the cover on on each breakpoint instead of not doing yeah, it. Yeah, instead of all at the back. It seems like they're inconsistent. For this one, they did. And then this one's called, like, Are You Lonesome Tonight? And it's like Elvis lyrics. Yes. I didn't really understand the whole Elvis lyrics thing, but... (laughs) Are you lonesome tonight? She references it at the end, but... Yeah, there's not a lot. Like, I can understand pieces of this. So, to me, if I... I guess I understood Faust... Is he's either having inner dialogue with himself mm-hmm. or the devil. And I, I don't know that because I've never read Faust. I don't really know the history of Faust. I, but, I, I was assuming he was debating with himself. He, yeah, yeah, you're right. It could be coming from well, somewhere. Well, I, I think it's either the devil or inner voice, like, yeah. like a schizophrenic voice. I do think... Faust is the guy that was being treated at the asylum that this doctor was at. Yeah, he's Jasper's whatever his name is. Yeah, so I've got that much. And I know he sort of saved them in the previous issue and he slaughtered all these guys that were mugging them. And we're dealing with the reporter who has a bloody nose and also the doctor and this is where the cursive writing is, is right. like absolutely nuts. I did like how it picked up where it left off on the last issue. Yeah. Like with them still in the the alleyway. The alleyway, the, waiting after... for the cops to show up, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And I I do think it's in a dialogue with the devil because you you get this de- demon looking face like on page forty three that's there and I, I i don't know like exactly what it is but he's not really <laughs> yeah. slaughtering anybody but he's like 
doing inner he's doing like a silver surfer dialogue with himself introspective Jesus. stuff <laughs> leave me alone so he doesn't like whatever whatever voice this is in his head yeah And the reporter's got a bloody nose and they're on Sullivan Street waiting for the the cops to show up. And she's mm -hmm. losing her shit about like how all her whole life turned around overnight kind of thing. It was this. She's the doctor. When did she realize that? I think she she knows that. Jasper's. Faust was at the end of the first one. Yeah, I think she knows. And then this creepy ass cop comes onto the. Oh yeah, because he says Papa's got a brand new bag, and she was like, "Wait a second, I know who that is." Yeah. That's my patient who I was sleeping with. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> <coughs> and then this cop shows up with the press. And he starts yeah, questioning the reporter and in. the doctor. Yeah. He seems like a jackass. And then you cut to the radio station. I think they're playing the song. And it's yeah, the, a female the, the, uh, DJ. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're playing Elvis Presley. And, and isn't she like talking about like what's happening with Faust? Like news kind of thing. Uh, I think so. M wants you dead body. Got the big man sweating first time since the Senate proposed legalization of heroin and cocaine. Interesting. And I, I guess her boss shows up with the pizza, and I don't know like. What what that has to do with anything? And then there's these guys with the pants. <laughs> They're just listening to music like Jay and Silent Bob, right? <laughs> They're break dancing. Yeah. In the alley. And they call him a yo freak badass pajamas. Ha ha ha. <laughs> it's just too weary to kill you, and since you prefer comedy. Yeah, he do pants. Takes off their pants. <laughs> The one guy's going commando. <laughs> well, the one guy looks like he he's tucking in. Oh, no. He's got underwear. The guy on the right has Yeah, he's got tiny whiteies on. Yeah. The other guy's commando. He's, he, that's like me and you. I got underwear on, and you, you go commando. <laughs> you go commando. <laughs> yeah, we're at the con in the hashers and burnouts uh, section <laughs> waiting for Martin to show up. Martin comes up in a Faust co costume and slices our pants off. <laughs> so they're getting questioned by this guy. Oh, the yeah, by the cop. And he lets them go, which pisses off another cop later on because he does let him go. 
He has nothing to hold him on, though. So they we... they both show up to her place. This is an interesting scene, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets naked and goes into the shower. Well, yeah, because they go to her apartment, and he's looking at, I think it's Jasper's art, right? Yeah. And he's like, this doesn't make, this is, he's like, they're interesting, yes, but not very original. Derivative, without enhancing the surrealist motivations. And then, and then she, she goes to the tower. tower. Very uh, nice shots, like without showing nudity. Like it just has her taking her top off and then her panties and then jumping in the shower. <clears throat> and then I, I think she starts thinking of Faust. Yeah, she's... And she's, maybe she's, masturbating. Yeah, she definitely is. <clears throat> Look, she's, she's smelling the blood on her hands. Trying to smell him. And then, yeah. And then you get a nice shot of her actually masturbating. Then she masturbates. Yeah. Remembering him. Then you get another guy in the shower. Who's this? This is a... Who was this? This is a... Is it Jasper? I think it might be Jasper. Oh, it might, it might be Jasper in the shower. Yeah. And then this it cuts back to the radio DJs. And then it cuts to a scene with another detective that, that gets pissed off because he let him go. Right. And then this stuff I get totally lost in because you have this beautiful woman that's on the cover of the the Rebel Studios number one with the white it oh, looks like the white patch hair. yeah half blonde hair half black yeah and uh, I didn't realize she was on the cover you're right that is her <laughs> she uh, she brings home a guy and and they look well to do they're like in a mansion and her oh. husband is behind this like curtain looking at through a two way mirror. Is that what that is? I was trying to figure out if it's a, a mirror or, or like a window or a I, video. It, it looks like a it looks like a window, but the speakers actually, around it. <laughs> yeah, they can hear inside the room, and this is the part I get so confused with: is do, does she know that does she know see. that he's watching her have sex with this guy, or is she just? Is she naive I, I that know. she's being watched? Because she lures, she she like takes her clothes off, and it looks like she gonna, knows. She's got his dick in her mouth, and all kinds of sex is going on. They're humping <laughs> and doing all kinds of things, and then she has her nails, and as he's on top of her, she like drives her nails into the guy's yeah. eye sockets. Yeah. <laughs> And then slices his throat. His throat. And these guys, the butler and the the husband saw all this. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, like they're dear watching. Claire, good night. Tell her it was Yeah, it tells the butler, yeah. Cadenza. So I, it almost makes it sound like she does that for him. Yeah. Like, 
I it's so weird. <clears throat> yeah, he gets off on seeing her have sex with dudes and kill them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we don't know yet how how they fit into the story. It was, it was also weird because, like, while this is all going on, the husband's, like, reciting, like, the history of, like, the Czech Republic or something to the, yeah, <laughs> to the butler. To the butler. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. But I, I'm infatuated now. But before, I was just looking at the pictures, I think, when I bought this off the shelf, and now I'm, like, I'm trying to digest everything that's happening. Yeah, figure out the story. I thought that this issue was more understandable than the first issue. Yeah, I, I get, I get, I'm getting the overall arc. I just don't understand the plot. He shifts plots a lot, like scenes, and I don't know how they're related at all. Like the husband and wife here, I, I don't know. What's yeah, we don't know on. how they tie in. We don't know how the the uh, radio people tie in yet. Yeah. And then the the relationship between the detectives and this guy seems like a crooked detective, the the one that actually showed up at the scene. This oh, other guy's more yeah. about procedures and stuff. Right. Yeah, we'll see. The next week, next uh, time we cover part three. Part three: Burn for Love. Claire, Claire is sexy as hell, though. I, she's amazing. I don't know what's going on there. I, I think that's where I look forward to seeing is what does Claire have to do with all this? Because I think she's a big part of the story. Yeah, you'd, you'd think she's on the cover. Is she the one on the cover? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Claire. But yeah. she's like, so if you look at the, the wife, right? yeah. see, I'm familiar with the covers, um, in the back. Oh, the back, the actual. And if you go to covers. like Faust, well, the Rebel editions. If you go to like Act Two, that's the cover I have. So, well, there's there's three there's three of them. Well, there's a lot of them. There's two covers for Act One. I have yeah. one. But I own the second one on page 439. That's the cover I have, and Claire is on the cover with a, like a razor blade. And it's like only half of her body's displayed on. That's what I meant by the cover. Okay. Yeah. That's the cover I own. Okay. That's like three. So she was on the yeah she's on the cover of she's on both the covers for number two. Yeah. Even though she's only in that one scene. But she does show up in. I'm trying to go like around Act Eight, or maybe it's Act Nine, is when the uh, comic book market crashed. Because what he was saying is that with issue 10, he printed like 50,000 because he was selling roughly 50,000 copies of everything. So even yeah. though even though they would only sell like 
10,000 out the gate, people would back order it and then they would sell the rest. Okay. So around the time of Act 10, he got stuck with all those issues. So yeah. they really stole, they only ordered that first round because there were all these comic shops just shutting down and everything. And he said, I got stuck with all those issues, like 40,000 copies of. Ooh. Yeah. Faust in your garage. Yeah, Faust in the garage. Sure that was sold a good... them over time. He does Maybe. say he has some still original art for issues 9, 10, 11, and 12. Hmm. I probably go for a, a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, I would imagine. And he did say, like, there's an orgy scene that he's real proud of. <laughs> and uh, he said he'll never sell that page. Oh, so yeah. we'll get there. Personal page. I think we'll, we'll get there it. eventually. Yeah. I'm trying to thumb through it to see if I can find the orgy scene. Because I'm curious. <laughs> Do you know if it was later or? Yeah, it was like in 10. His work does get better and better with time. Like it really does get. Hyper. I don't know. I like the, I like the stuff early on. Some of it's hard to follow though. <clears throat> I well, I I meant like from. Oh, from grips. Yeah. yeah. It looks like I I don't know. Is somebody inking him? Let's see. We'll go to the last page and it gives the credits. No, it's him. So maybe maybe that's what's cluttering it in grips because there is an inker. So maybe it's not like him. It's the, I don't know. I thought I saw somewhere that his brother like inked like some of Faust. Well, I think we'd see him in the credits, wouldn't we? I don't know. You know, brothers. I don't know where I saw that. Did you know that Faust was going to be a a female? I don't think I re- knew that. When it was at North Star... That that's one of the reasons he said they took their work elsewhere is because North Star was playing around with another more popular I, I don't remember the name writer and uh, he was gonna do a female foul so they just said we're we're just gonna take our stuff away then and do our own thing. I do want to get all of North Star's output. Other like, books. There's yeah. some of them, but not, not all of them. Let's see. I Splatter I might have a lot of. Let me yeah, see. I know, I know I have some Splatter for sure. Splatter, I have issues one, issue three, issue four, five, seven, eight, and annual. And the, but I'm missing... 
two, six, and the Christmas special. <laughs> Let's see what number two is. That a V Hill cover? Yeah, it is. No, I don't know if it is. It's Tim V Hill. Or Vigil, Tim Vigil. I want to know more about Tim Tim Taylor. What what is he did? He did a razor. Oh, did he? So so Hartsaw was the writer and. Oh, maybe maybe I'm mixing them up. Maybe he didn't do. Oh, I don't know. Hartsaw did razor. Well, Hartsaw was the writer. Mm-hmm. I think Tim Taylor is. Uh, Let me see. I can't remember what Tim... Tim Taylor Comics. Let's see if I can find... Is that Tyler? Tim Tyler, yeah. I know I have a bunch, but they're like... I don't know if he had something that was... This is not Tim Tyler. That doesn't look like No, Tim Tyler is that comic I got... Last convention. <laughs> What's it called? What's his name? Shit. Well, I was just on Splatter. Hold on. Or did he do Splatter? Yeah. Splatter's an anthology, right? He inked. The reason I know is he inked uh, some of the North Star stuff from Tim V. Hill. Where did I see him on issue two? Yeah, Tim Tyler. Tim Tyler. It's spelled differently, though. I spent, you said Taylor. It's Tim Tyler. I said, I said Tyler. <laughs> you said Taylor. Oh, did I? Tim Taylor's yeah. comic Go book to the credits. Tape. Let's go to the tape. Right, here we go, number two. What does it say? <clears throat> yeah, Tim Tyler. Blood Rain? Underground. Maybe that'll help. Oh, Caliber Presents. Uh, that's where I saw his name. He's listed on Faust. Rat House Comics. Devil Jack. Dreadstar Razor. You were right. The London Night Studio Razor. Oh, he did do. Okay. He did some Threshold. That's where I know him from. From Avatar. Rats Bane. I have those issues. Omen. That's what I want. Do I have that? I have that. There's like two issues, right? Omen. Fiends. Ah, Fiends. Omen. I have issue two. I need issues one and three. But that's David oh, Quinn and, and Tim v- Vigil, too. Yeah. What is that, Omen? I thought yeah. I had it. Let me see what I have. Omen. Oh, I have one and two. I need number three. Omen. North Star. Do they have any in stock? 
Oh, they do. They're not uh, even expensive. Yeah, I could place an order and get them now. <laughs> but I spent a lot of money yesterday. 300 and some. <clears throat> but I'll have the first appearance of the crow. Oh, in uh, Caliber Presents? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do not have that. I have a lot of Caliber Presents, but I do not have number one. And there, there's a lot of stuff that I don't have that I want. Like, I want to get the Cry for Dawns now. I'm acquiring a taste for his art, and I never had it, which is weird. Lisner? Yeah, I mean, you must have always appreciated that he was a good artist, though, because he's a phenomenal well, artist. Well, I think his, I think his like similar poses and stuff has never been sexy to me. But yeah. now, now, like, that he's doing, like, James Bond covers and stuff, I'm like, oh, my God, these are awesome. Like, and then he did that cover for Palmiotti's Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Like, it was so awesome. So, like, I don't know. I That's another Dating book that's not. Yeah. These books are not cheap. Like Cry for Dawn number one. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I had that. I was getting Cry for Dawn like off the shelf when it was coming out. I was always a big fan of his stuff. Yeah. I like all that stuff. What do I have in my Order box. I've been seeing some sexy art from Midnight Tales from Charlton. I want to get that. Midnight Tales. Yeah. You want to? Go, I thought you wanted to get all the Charlton. I do. There's a lot. Though. But that's something that I'm. I want now. <clears throat> The hostess for that is something. I like her. <laughs> I don't know what she looks like. I do have an issue with that, though. All right. So what else do we got on our plate? We got Megaton number five. Oh, yeah. This is a good issue. Yeah, it's a good issue of Megaton. I like, I like this Megaton a lot. I, I I like Megaton. I mean, he's up there with yeah, with the Vanguard to me. Like it's it's an ongoing plot. Angel Medina's art is awesome. Um, yeah. it, it's Was this interesting. The first Medina on this, I can't remember. Uh, is it the second? Oh, it might be the second. Let me see. It's yeah, the second. Yeah, the second Medina. Another artist that I want to... I'm friends with that guy on Facebook. He's very witty. Like, He has like a sarcasm to him. It's very interesting. He posts on my threads every now and then. Hmm. I've seen him at cons before. I think he's Chicago guy. Megaton number five... Um, 
is interesting how he, if you go to page 255, you got the Medina uh, insert that wasn't put in the book. And it's probably more well-defined than the Liefeld one. But uh, they went mm -hmm. with the Liefeld one, which is Megaton versus the the other guy. Plat Pulsar. Pulsar. Yeah. So there's some early Liefeld art right there. Yep, it's very early. I think he mentioned that somewhere. So Megaton is uh, sleeping hard, like for days. He had he's, been asleep for exhausted three days. Exhausted, and his butler decides to throw some water on the situation. And then he he goes to the hospital to find the. Pulsar's ex-wife, who Pulsar just beat up at the at her Playboy mansion, because he read the headline on the paper that the butler brought in. Yeah, it says Pulsar on a rampage ex-wife near death, and that he was going to have a, this five-course breakfast and decided to leave. And he says, "I wonder if the Los Angeles Rams haven't had breakfast yet." <laughs> He made a big breakfast. He did. Because when he comes out of his three-day sleep, he needs lots of food. So he gets to the hospital, and there's the military there. And there's a general there. Or maybe it's a colonel. I don't know. And uh, he's in a wheelchair. And they originally attack Megaton like he's a criminal. But he's like, no, he's not a criminal. This guy's our ally. And uh, he goes and visits and sees how bad shape she is. And then he goes back to her place, and then there's a big throwdown. Yeah, with Pulsar. He trashed the place pretty bad for a fight with a woman with no powers. It looks pretty bad. <laughs> like, I can't imagine what he did with her. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. if you look at the outside, the inside's just as bad. But... The outside yeah, the is like all, all the, every window's broken. Like, did he throw her out? Like every window and <laughs> every window throw, window. throw her back in. <laughs> he smashed uh, her head against every window. Maybe the he's stairs just are all fucked up. There's broken tables. Through. There's, it's trashed in there bad. And they they don't help the situation by getting in this fight. And this guy t takes his pulsar takes his kid with him everywhere. This is it's fucking nuts. Well, I thought the kid was in the house. The kid was in the house because yeah. he, the way I understand it is he raised the kid because um, she was busy off doing her Playboy at the Hefner mansion. That's right. Yeah. So he had to raise her, raise the kid, him. And this is a, a thing where Angel Medina, I don't think, gets kids' proportions right. Like, it just, <laughs> he looks odd. Like, in one scene, the kid's, like, at the knees of Megaton, and then later on, he's at the knees of uh, Pulsar, and he just, he looks very odd for a kid. Yeah. Kids are tough. 
<laughs> and you find out this military guy was part of the original like super soldier pulsar program yeah and, and they age rapidly which plays a big part in this story well like so they bring uh they bring megaton to the uh hospital and they're they're gonna start operating on, on them and they're like wait a second He's already healed. <laughs> yeah. Because he was a beat up bad. He was like. He was near death when yeah, they brought death. him in. They thought he was going to die, but then they opened him up and they're like, wait a second. He's already his healed. body's healing. Yeah. But I did like that his arm didn't heal properly or align properly. So they had to break it. So it would reheal straight. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice touch. And then you get like the general hands the doctor like a pan, like the files on like project pulsar see so, so we get to read the uh backstory on project pulsar yep and how he raised the kid essentially oh and that's where we, the general reveals that even though he looks like an old man he's actually 37 years old yeah he's the same age as Megaton, and uh, he was one of the original where they all died or they aged rapidly. Yeah. He's he's aging rapidly, and we know that Pulsar has like this metal plate that protects his heart, and right. uh, that's what Megaton goes for is he shatters the plate. Yeah, they fight again. And uh, they're yeah. fighting, and it looks like Megaton will lose again, but he starts aging rapidly. Um, because he he cracks yeah, the like, plate because his he gets are getting weaker. <laughs> yeah, he got mad because he, he, Pulsar started to beat the shit out of his little boy. Yeah, he slapped him out of the way. And then it says, and again and again. Again, yeah. So he's hitting this kid over and over again, and uh, that's when Megaton yeah, loses Megaton his gets shit. Pissed, yeah. Cracks the the thing, and then he he just ages. Yeah, it falls aging. over. And then he decides, well, you know, maybe I had to raise this little boy. Takes him back to his place, hands him over to Jeeves, whatever his <laughs> name is. Jeeves can raise him. <laughs> Napier. And then <laughs> Napier gets them and says, hello, Timmy, we're going to be good friends. And then he's like, Wah! I want my mama. <laughs> Although I think they then they say he's taking them until the mom like recuperates. She does. Well, he threw her out of every single window of the house. I don't <laughs> know if she is gonna, re, gonna <laughs> recuperate. <laughs> she looked like and she was in a coma too. Yeah, I think she's in a coma. So then we we don't get a new Vanguard. We get a Wild Man and Rubber Boy. Versus a snow fella. Yeah, so they fight a, a snowman that has come to life. Because the a, scientist a scientist was in his laboratory and he's like, ah, oh, shucks, another failure. And he throws some shit out the window and it lands on the snowman. It's, and it, it's exactly him. what you should do. If you're doing like secret medical or secret scientific experiments, if it doesn't work, then just throw it out the window. Throw it out the window. <laughs> what could go wrong? And this is pretty much just 
wild man getting his ass kicked or losing his his he he like punches a snowman and gets his arm he stuck. Keeps and getting his yeah. He keeps doing it over and over again. He doesn't learn from his mistakes at all. And, and uh, Ru- Rubber Boy doing all the successful stuff. <laughs> Rubber Boy keeps slapping the snowman's head off. <laughs> and he, he has to go back and pick and... it up. <laughs> yeah, he does it over and over again. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's the same thing. Rubber Man gets his or what's his name? Angry Man. Madman, wild man, wild man, <laughs> wild man goes crazy and gets his gets stuck in the snowman and then I like when he gets his, his I like when he gets his feet stuck in his back <laughs> and then uh, the snowman just swirls him around and pommels him and then the uh, rubber, rubber boy just knocks his head off for the second time <laughs> and then funny. he just gives in he's like rubber rubber boy take over and then he brings the torch and melts him melts him down rubber boy to the rescue and then it has some good ads it says this is where you get vanguard megaton ethrian berserker we haven't seen him in a while and wild man but berserker might have gotten to his own series because i know that exists yeah, I think uh let me look what I have. Berserker. Berserker. Oh, there's a b- bunch of different berserkers. I don't I don't know who published it. <laughs> you gotta spell it right. Was it Berserker? No, it's the Z one. I have a berserk. No, it's not that one. Is it gauntlet? It must be gauntlet. Gauntlet. I have one and two. I think I need to get the rest of that berserker. What am I doing? Why am I wasting time? I don't know. We're only getting older, and your birthday's coming up, so (laughs) it sounds like some big purchases are on their way. Melanie, what is this big box? Oh, it's my birthday. Don't worry about it. As my son reminded me the other day, in another couple of years and i'll be getting the uh senior discount at restaurants so <laughs> great you're already there bro you just need to get an aarp like <laughs> we do i do get mail from them yep you gotta Tell join you so we could join. read the articles and we could learn how to <laughs> change each other's diapers when we're older <laughs> we could read the diaper reviews <laughs> And I didn't. I, I I skimmed, but I have not read the full uh, letter. There's a letter from a, a reader, and it's like a, a full page letter. So he has a lot to. This reader has a lot to say. I didn't read the letter either because uh, I was pressed for. I had a lot to finish for this pressed podcast for and the other podcast, and then I got caught up in the grips. I, I was like, ah, oh, gotta. The the plot for Grips is really cool because he's just like a guy that writes comics that goes and kicks ass and then takes the thieves' money like and uses it for himself. And he's getting into computers and he rescued like this couple like in the first issue they were gonna get killed mm-hmm. and he rescued them and they just happened to be a compu- good with computers. So later on when he's bleeding to death, <laughs> he goes to their house and they they don't. 
they don't try to like he's got a bullet hole in him. They don't even try to like fix him up or anything. They just like well, let's put him in the bed and hope he sleeps it off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he and he does. <laughs> The right course of action. Well, that was before the internet, so they like, couldn't just go look it up. Yeah, because when he they, they they thought he died because there's this female crooked cop that shot him. It went he he was there um, trying to bust up a, an arsonist that, that was burning down some houses for the the mobster, mm-hmm. and he he stopped the arson guy. And the arson guy didn't give him any information because he's like, I'm more scared of the mobster than I am of you. I don't care if you're going to light me on fire. And he lights him on fire. He gets shot. He survives that. And now he's trying to figure out, like, he's following the detective. And I'm like, I need to know what happens. Like, because I think that, well, the detective is in with the mobster and some other organization. So she's crooked. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a lot more straightforward than Faust, though. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, David Quinn was... He was a teacher, so I think he was... Mm-hmm. I think he's channeling whatever the book Faust has in it into, like, a violent... Yeah, it was definitely inspired modern by that thing. Hero, I, I well, I don't know if he is a hero. I I haven't seen him kill anybody innocent yet. Like he just depants those two break dancers, right? <laughs> he, he he was gonna kill him. I don't think he was. <laughs> Maybe not. Because he said something like, "Oh, you think this is funny? Uh, I'm just gonna." I'll just laugh along with since you. you. Since you like humor. <clears throat> yeah. And the other guy's like Bomer. He doesn't wear underwear. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got... <clears throat> this one I did find traveling to Mars. Oh, good. And I found Schlub. Schlub. And I already had pulled Transformers, so... Transformers. What do you want to talk about next? Did you did you read Steamy? Oh, fuck. Or did you forget about the Steamy? I forgot Steamy. <laughs> God How damn dare it. You. This kind of unprofessional behavior is exactly why... We have to do it next time. <laughs> Letting the fans down. They're waiting for their steamy tales. I was like talking, like thinking to myself, like, is there something else I need to read? <laughs> and I didn't. Oh, you need to fuck. check your own messages. I know, because I, I wrote you and I said, <laughs> we're covering these four. Is there anything else? And you added on Schlub and uh, Traveling to Mars. Well, Schlub was already supposed to be on there. Because that was on my list. Yeah, it was but supposed had, to be on there, but I didn't. Yeah, I added traveling to Mars because I had to read. I read traveling to Mars because it was the collection was solicited, so I had to decide if I wanted to order it. So you want to go into that next? Yeah. So this is from Ablaze by Mark Russell. That was Mark my Russell. favorite read. 
Mark Russell, um, I seem to be kind of more hit or miss with him. Like some stuff, he's weird though, because I never like dislike his stuff, but his stuff's either good, and then occasionally his stuff is like phenomenal. And when his stuff is phenomenal, it's <clears throat> amazing. I think his stuff is always good for me. Like I don't ever not like it. Not like it, yeah. And I, well, I don't think any of his work to me is like, oh, it's not for me. Like, his stuff speaks to me at like so many levels. Um, this one, this one, I liked a lot. Like, yeah, I liked I think it this, a lot. This was one of his good, his home runs for sure. I could see why it was Eisner nominated. Oh, was it? Yeah, it didn't win, but I can see why. Yeah, this is good, and this was, this had my favorite. Mark Russell stuff where he puts like deep thoughts into it <laughs> and you read something you're just like whoa that's uh it's deep <laughs> yeah it's like stuff you can quote too like yeah. it, it is so or you can apply to your life it's it's pretty amazing and I, I thought this was a very unique I, I, I haven't read a, like a ton of sci-fi I haven't read like but I thought it was a unique take, and, and there somebody that probably reads a lot of novels is like, "Oh, I've seen something similar like this," True. but True. I haven't seen anything like this because it involves a race to Mars to get like natural gases from Mars and claim it. Right, and so uh, they want to their first. Will will win we'll, it. Win Mars, yeah. So they they rush to use this guy. Because he's has terminal cancer and he's gonna die, and they can't. They know whoever goes up there, they can't bring back. Yeah, it's a one way. So trip. it's just like yeah. a one way trip, and then you're gonna die and run out of oxygen. Basically, plant the flag, record it, send the message, and then you die. Right. And this guy's like, well, you're gonna die anyway. You got terminal cancer, and it's gonna slow down your death because it's gonna freak out the cancer cells. Yeah, and he's he's divorced and he was fired, and so he's basically you know. I thought he was a manager at a pet shop. Not much to live for, yeah. I guess he I guess he quit the pet store. To do did he this. quit? Oh, to do this, he did. Yeah. Yeah. But he was still working. Before that. At the pet store when he was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. And then he's pretty much by himself, with the exception of robots, and he pretty much just. On the yeah, on the shuttle or, or yeah. he's on the ship and he can do what he pleases, except he has to press this button every so often when the air gets stale. It makes it smell like peanut butter. I don't know why. <laughs> And his father was real critical of him, like growing up. His his father thought he was a loser, and he passed away. And then he was with his mother. And now, his one regret is he never told goodbye to his mother. He's gonna leave his mother like all this money that he's gonna earn. Mm -hmm. And he never even said goodbye to his mom. He's like shit. 
and some guy gave him a Stevie Ray Vaughan hat, but he, all he took with him is like his personal belongings and his guitar. I thought it was amazing. Like it, it just it's written so good. Yeah, it, it was it was it was really good. And I like that the uh I can't remember if he knows it or not, but he was actually hired to go to the planet by a corporation, not by a gov- government. Yeah, it's a something beef corporation. Yeah. Easy beef corporation. Easy beef. <laughs> Which makes sense. I mean, you know, that's ripped out of real life, I guess. You know, corporations joining the space race. So it's totally believable that a corporation would use their money to try and get there first. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't read Steamy. God damn it. (laughs) It was good, too. It was a good Steamy. Well, I like his stuff. That's for sure. Yeah, so I gave Traveling to Mars a 5 out of 5. Same. And I'm getting the... I ordered the trade as well. <laughs> so if, if, you, if you like Mark Russell and you, if you like uh, the more introspective Mark Russell stuff... I mean, it's also fun. It has Mark Russell humor in, in it as well. It was really good. Yes, highly recommended. And then we have Transformers by Daniel Warren Johnson. He does the writing and the art. Yep. This is one that uh, I don't know how far I'm going to go into it. Just because (laughs) I am just not a big Transformers guy. I've never have been. That's because it was not our generation. But either was GI Joe, and I love it. That's so, true. And I and I and I'm reading He Man. That's not my generation either. That's true. I, I think it's, I think it's the fact that these are robots. Robots. Like, yeah, you can't connect to the I robots. I can't connect to them, and I'm all driven by the human piece of it. Yeah. And when there's not a lot of human piece to it, I lose interest. But there was humans in this. Yeah, and they, that was the best part for me is the yeah, the two kids, the two, the couple. Well, I think they're friends only. Yeah. And they're nice. Uh, van. With like Lord of the Rings stuff on it. Oh yeah, cause she's a painter or whatever artist. Yeah. He wants to be a astronomer, doesn't he? Or an astronaut. I don't remember. I know his dad's drunk. Because that's what it opens with. See, this is the part of the story that I'm interested in, is these two kids and the father. Mm -hmm. He wants to go off to college and do this, and he's going to. And she's talking about going to art school but not having the money. Because she actually spray-painted the van, and then they they go to this place that they always like to hang out in and they find a bunch of transformer carcasses that are, they come to life. Essentially the energon revived one of them and then revives another. And I'm not good with names. Like 
This is Starscream and somebody else. And eventually Megaton gets a, a, awakened and then Bumblebee's a hot mess. But, I think but, there's Jetfire. There's some other one. Jetfire. Those are Decepticons though, right? Yeah, I think so. All the planes are bad. The Autobots are good. Yeah, then Optimus wakes up. Yeah, and he knows that they're at war and he tries to grab a gun and he can't get to the gun and that's where this kid sort of helps them out. And they ba basically get a rig of Autobots so he can pull and get them out of there. I thought it was weird how they went horizontal on that one spread where they go roll oh, out it went yeah. you have to turn the page to read it i think he just wanted to get the megatron or the optimus prime truck full picture yeah Yeah, I liked it, but I think I'm the same camp as you. Or I liked it, but I don't really, since I don't have the, a connection to it, it was it was good. But yeah, I heard not, Transformer fans like it a me. lot. Like Ryan Drost liked it a lot. I know yeah. that from Star Joe's and yeah, it was certainly well done. I fall into the weird camp with Transformers where I fall into the non-Transformer fan, and and that's what I, what I mean by that is I. I tend to like the Michael like Bay the go, films. You and, like the GoBots. Oh, oh yeah, the GoBots. <laughs> I like I like uh, the the films. The films, yeah. Because I think they get like the human part right. Like there's actors in it, and you can follow them, and they're as much of the story as the robots. And And I, a lot of people don't like the films. A lot of Transformer fans don't like the films. They like the cartoons and the comics. So I, mm -hmm. I'm not. I don't. I'm not who this is written for. Because I have like the only time I want to read Transformers is when Tom Scholey's drawing it and writing it, or they're fighting the GI Joe guys. Because that that. I like G.I. Joe a lot, so uh -huh. if they're fighting the Transformers, I want to read about it. So you'll read that? Yeah. Understood. Yeah, so I think we're both in the same camp where we lo we both like this. It was good. It was very well done. Yeah, I like that I got it, but I, I am very tempted. I wish I had number two. Like, I have number two of Schlub, and I'm going to go read it as soon as we're off. To make a decision because I can actually remove it from my order if it doesn't work for me. Yeah. Because I like I thought I was gonna like Schlub a lot more because I'm always for like this stupid ass dentist gaining superpowers, mm. but I don't know if it was just the way it was presented or what. But the art is very cartoony. Yeah, I don't know if the cart. The art bothers me at all. I think it fits. 
It definitely fits the dentist. Mm-hmm. I've seen these kind of stories before, and um, I don't know if the comedic beats, if they are comedic beats, hit with me. Yeah. I felt sorry for this old woman, though, who has her jaw open with this dentist while this fight scene goes on. And he makes her sign all this stuff. I just need you to take care of some of the paperwork first. The cost of the filling, dental tool cleaning fees, your parking space, the gas nozzle handling fee. Jesus Christ. I hate dental dentist and medical profession I just <laughs> but that's what this is it's sort of there. there's well, they, this weird they, artifact they I don't know where the artifact bodies, right? yeah. well there's like this this weird spike that has a uh, jewel on it Yeah. and there there's our hero Sir uh Cirrus, who's fighting a worm, and uh, this device comes into play, and the dentist gets a hold of it and pushes the button or the jewel that's on it, and it transforms them into each other's bodies. So now he's got this super powered stuff, and he's in this funky dentist's body. And does he have a brother that hates him or something? Because I didn't understand what the billboard was about. Yeah, like, the the brother, the more successful brother, yeah, he puts up a billboard like right across the street from his dentist's office. <laughs> yeah. With him, <coughs> him and his his brother and his father, Dalton and son. So apparently they have like a family business, but he was left out of it. But he's a dentist, so he's done all right for himself. Yeah, I thought this was good, but I think I'm in the same camp as you where it's like, I don't know if I really, I wasn't that into it. So maybe because it wasn't that original, I don't know. But it would be interesting to see. Yeah, the next issue is going to go. That's why I want to read it right away. Because I want to be more, I want to be more selective. <clears throat> because of the cost of comics, that's mm-hmm. making me like. Th- there's comics I'm liking a lot, and I am willing to pay that extra dollar, like the Blood Moon stuff, because yeah. it's in that horror, and I like horror genre, uh, and I've liked what they've done so far. That I'd rather pay for that than pay for what I got here. And that, like, there wasn't anything wrong with it. It was a done, like, it was good. Both of them were good. But mm-hmm. I, I think I have to fall into, like, I liked Void Rivals because even though it's in the Transformers universe, it's more about those alien races. Right, it was about like those a, kids, like, yeah. I like that. Like, that, yeah, that that's that's got me going. Like, and, and I won't, I don't mind that there's Transformers in it. Like, it makes it interesting enough. But I'd rather read that than this Transformers. And you know, yeah, me too. some people might be sh- shouting at their 
you guys are idiots, but I don't care. <laughs> I just don't think, I don't think the Transformers were ever, like, I don't go to the theater to watch all the Transformers movies. I, I'll watch them when they come to streaming. Yeah. Yeah, and when we're seeing the Transformers movies, we're just watching for big explosions and big smashy robots. We're not yeah. there to see our favorite Transformers. Well, the last Transformers was awesome because it went into the realm that I like where it introduces the human that I absolutely like. Mm-hmm. And then it it tied it into G.I. Joe. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I haven't seen that one. And I, I liked Bumblebee quite a bit too because it played around in like the eighties, you know? Like it was a, a backstory mm-hmm. of Bumblebee. Yeah. And it fit into a time period. And by by far Bumblebee is like one of my favorite Transformers. Like even though he doesn't talk much and stuff, he is my favorite. Like just because his personality and his stuff sees there, whereas Optimus Prime is more like Captain America, like get the job mm-hmm. done, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I guess that's all the comics because I failed. You failed the. I I'll say I pulled a, bull, a Bill Bomer. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah, because you usually do that to me. You're like, I oh, have, are I we supposed that. to read that? that? The the thing that pisses me off is I had it on the stack too. And oh. I, 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 th- I think what happened is I, I have a DC podcast that's coming up and I was like, well, crap, I, I better switch gears. And now that I read all my geek brunch, I, I better switch gears and read all my, the penguins and green lanterns that I have to cover for tonight. And, uh, I switched gears and then forgot, like totally forgot. I had it right there. And that would have made sense because I, I felt like we were a little shallow and that steamy would have put us pretty much where we need to be, I think, in terms of content. Oh, in terms of the amount of stuff. Yeah, the amount of stuff. Yeah, it felt about right to me. But I did read steamy. Yeah. So I got to read all these sexy stories. You didn't read any but of the sexy stories. But, but instead of... Reading the sexy stories, I uh, I watched some uh, old films. Oh. I watched for about the 30th time, <laughs> Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. I, I kind of watch it around all the around Halloween every year. Yeah, I just and uh, I think they 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 always play it. I I have it on my DVR. Yep, I uh. I watched it because I think the plot and I think the acting is amazing in it. Like, it's 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 such a cool story beat because it involves, it, it's a meet Frankenstein, but you really have Bela Lugosi in there as Dracula and Lon Chaney Jr. as the Wolfman. Yeah, it was a genius. It, it idea. was a, it's a genius idea, and uh, the plot is they're shipping the bodies of uh, Dracula and the Frankenstein monster to America. Uh, posed as packages for the wax museum and bud and uh, bud abbott and lou costello are supposed to deliver it because they're like a shipper and they're supposed to deliver it to the wax museum and it, it the, the thing that they get really good with com comedy comedic timing is that 
this whole time, you know, Abbott is, or, which one is Abbott? The fat one. That's Lou Costello. Costello is trying to convince Abbott that these monsters exist. Abbott's not Abbott in this movie. He's called Chick. And uh, um, Costello's Wilbur. So it's Chick and Wilbur. And there's this beautiful woman that pretends that she falls in love with uh, Wilbur, which is the, you know, Abbott. I mean, sorry, Costello, the fat one. And uh, he's not good looking, but she pretends because she's from the insurance company. And they filed a complaint that they lost the bodies of Dracula and Frankenstein. And the werewolf, Lon Chaney's calling them and saying, you don't don't deliver these packages. They're trying to revive a monster. And, and uh, they sort of believe him, but don't. They're like, he's ridiculous. He doesn't know what he's talking about. So he shows up to try to stop this from happening. And then there's a scientist woman who's related to Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein, who wants to take the, the brain of Wilbur and put it into the the monster so that Dracula can control the monster because she feels that he's got an idiot brain and he'll follow along with anything he does. So that's the plot of it. And it just, it is really, really cool movie. I like everything about it. And like I said, I've seen it like 30 times. And then I watched for the very first time The Invisible Man. I, I have never seen the original. I've seen the Vincent Price one, the, which I think is The Invisible Man Returns. But the original was 1933. It didn't have Vincent Price. And there, there, there I is... I don't know if I've seen the original. There, there also is uh, Abbott Costello... Meet the Invisible Man, I, I don't think I've seen. Um, I have seen The Mummy. They meet The Mummy. I've seen that one. But The Invisible Man, I I couldn't believe the story behind this, but it's the guy that invents invis- invisibility and becomes insane. And he kills like 200 people in this movie in 1933. It, it wow. is amazing. Like... I don't think the Wolfman and Dracula have killed 200 people in all their movies. <laughs> and the Invisible Man slaughtered a whole train. Uh, like, he, he just lost his mind and went on this killing spree, essentially. But it, it was a really interesting film to watch. Watch that. Sounds fantastic. It's on Amazon Prime, at least until Monday. You better watch it quick. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not it. a long movie. It's like an hour and 20 minutes or 15 minutes. It's pretty quick. Yeah, it's probably available elsewhere. But it's shot really well. Like, it, the way they they do it is it's really cool. I like I like the movie. And then I, uh, what was the other movie I watched? I, I, I told you I was going to watch this because uh, it's from the creator of X and Pearl. The Innkeepers. And oh yeah, what did you I think of it? You saw it, right? Yeah. I thought it was the weirdest fucking ghost story I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> like I, I, I don't get it. Like I feel like the ending ended, and I don't understand why. <laughs> like I, I found the two actors very interesting. Like the 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 woman that played 
the main yeah, they character. Were, they, were, they were. They kept the movie they were, alive. They were great. Yeah. They were fantastic because it's pretty much those two, and then Hanging three, pe- <laughs> three people in a dying hotel. Right. There's only right. like three customers. Yeah, in the last. Hotel. The last night of the. Yeah, and they're trying to find out the murder, like, they're trying to find out a ghost of the, why a woman killed herself because her fiancé never showed up, and it turns, the ending, I don't want to give away because it's so fucking bizarre that I, I don't even know how to absorb it. I I guess I was disturbed by it, too, because it, I had no clue. Yeah, it's disturbing. It's disturbing because I had no closure, like... And it made no sense. Like, I didn't understand the actresses, the, you know, the old lady actress. Yeah. And she was, I didn't understand what her role was. And I, I, I don't understand why she was staring, like the way the movie ended, like if she foresaw what she was going to see and like, I didn't understand so much of it. Mm-hmm. And it, I found it disturbing that I had nightmares, and I I don't know I don't know <laughs> wow. if there were nightmares about ghosts, but they were ju- it just disturbed me like it was unsettling unknown that that I never had closure to a story. It's like I watched a a plot and it I w- I missed the last chapter because it ends so I didn't weird. Feel that. I felt the 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 ending was strange. It has a it has so an ending. <laughs> but I don't understand the why's. Like I I don't understand. Well, I know why. Why happened. did that Why did that guy kill himself in the bathtub? I can't, no, I can't remember. That was well, the old. Was just, that, that was, was the old plan. guy that went to the third floor where they had no beds and no. Fu- and well, that's because he went the to floor. the honeymoon suite where he had a honeymoon with his wife, who's now dead, because he wanted to kill himself in their room. But what did it have to do with the overall story? Like, I. I Nothing. It just happened <laughs> to be the last night that they were open, and he decided yeah, to do this. Yeah, it was his this. last chance to do it. So. And then he paid in cash. And then, like, the woman with the crystal, like, the old woman actress, I didn't know, like, her motives at all. And I don't know. I don't know. I just like that she was Kelly McGinnis, so. It was cool to well, see I her. Well, li- I liked her char- <laughs> I liked her character, for sure. Yeah. I just did. I... It didn't really tie into the. I just had so many questions, like, why? Like, I. Yeah. We ended up with a dead character I liked, and I didn't understand the motives even for the ghost. Like, I usually you have in a ghost story why the ghost is there and why she wants to kill whoever's yeah. there. Like, I, I didn't understand. Well, should we spoil it? Like, should we give some spoiler warnings and then some yeah, people can could, skip you, this you part? Yeah, you could do this just so we could discuss it, because maybe you have some insight. Yeah, okay, so if you haven't watched it and you're going to watch it, then jump ahead 10 minutes or something so you don't hear this. I'll, I'll give you a, a moment to get to your uh, fast-forward buttons <laughs> 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 so you can jump ahead. But I think, see, my question is, I'm not sure if the death had anything to do with the ghosts. I thought the ghost the 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 woman that got... was haunting it killed her in the basement i don't think she died because of the ghost though you think she died because of an asthma attack yeah 
I think it was sad because she went down there and then she was afraid the ghost was coming down because she heard the pounding on the door, but it was, was really the, the guy. Was the, oh, <laughs> so the pounding on the door wasn't the ghost. The pounding on the door was the guy trying to get to her. Yeah. Because he came to... back. Right. He he went upstairs to get the old actress, right? Yeah. And then she went into the basement. I don't know why she... Why did she go in the basement? I can't remember. Was she... Looking for the ghoster, running from the ghoster. She was, well, I know how she got deep into the basement is she locked herself in there because she ran around a corner and saw like a dead bot, like a, a man, like a, a ghostly man figure. Yeah. And she's like, well, fuck that. I got to run away. And she ran away, locked herself in that area. And then that's when she saw the, the ghost, the woman. Right. And I, that's why I thought the ghost woman killed her, but I guess you're right because they do show the inhaler later. Yeah, she dropped her inhaler. Roll. Because he says, "Oh, here's your friends. Is this your friends or your inhaler or the I know the cop gave it to the guy or something. I don't know what it was." Yeah. So I was like, "Okay, she died of an asthma attack." I just I guess I didn't put two and two together. I yeah, thought so the I ghost think it was killed kind of her. Sad like she. <laughs> but it's weird cuz there was there was a ghost. Yeah. But I think she just died. Accidentally. Because she she had an asthma attack because she was scared to death. Yeah. It it got her asthma going, I guess. Yeah. But I still don't understand. I don't know. It was weird. I I liked it. It was good, but um, I felt like I felt like it needed to glue stuff, and maybe it doesn't because. It, I get, it obviously disturbed me. Maybe that's what he was going for. Yeah, I think for. it's just a tragic a tragic tale. <laughs> well, I even felt bad for the girl because she seemed like she yeah, had... Yeah, it was terribly sad. <laughs> well, she had no life. Like, like even the actress asked her early on, like, what do, what do you do? Like, what, where hmm. are you doing with your life? And she didn't have an answer. And this hotel was closing, so it's like the irony of the whole story is she died with the hotel. Like she had nothing. Right. That's weird. Yeah. She didn't, uh, she had nothing. And she didn't even realize that the, the guy at the, who she's working with was interested, had a crush on her. Yeah. And, and he's he a sh- dumbass and he couldn't tell her, but he, sh- he shit his pants. Like, he was in the basement with her when he freaked out when she's like, she's right behind you. And then he's like, you never see her right mm-hmm. behind him. He just like gets that recording device and leaves. Like he hauls ass out of there. <laughs> he leaves her in the dust. Like he's like, I'm out of here. I'm gone. Like, yeah, he's like, this was fun when it wasn't he, real. <laughs> yeah. When it wasn't real. Now that it's real, it's not so fun anymore. Which I feel how is how it would be for most people, yeah. Investigating stuff like that, like once you actually get to see that it's real, you'd be like, "Oh, yeah, I'm out." <laughs> yeah. This is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I changed my mind. And other than that, uh, just finished the morning show of season one, and now we're on season two. <laughs> Okay, what's that, Apple? Oh, and Daredevil. I finished Daredevil Season 3, which was fucking amazing. 
It's like the accumulation of the Kingpin and Daredevil story. Like, really good finale, too, uh, with Bullseye thrown in there. I, I, I thought it was fantastic. 13 episodes went by pretty fast. Like, I... I was That's doing on Disney like Plus now, one right? episode. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going next for my exercise show. I don't. I don't have any idea. I've gone back to Lock and Key, the last season of Lock and Key. Yeah, I could go to Sweet Tooth or Lock and Key, or I. I, I don't know. I thought you finished Lock and Key. You haven't. No, I. I did season one and two. I didn't do. Okay, three. You're the same as me. <laughs> <laughs> season two had a pretty good finale though like yeah it, it it sort of had a climax where the one kid the older kid leaves the town and right. he, he chooses to forget he Forgetting chooses that. to forget about what they had right yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> doesn't want to remember because it's too painful yeah so I, I thought it had like a good conclusion and like and i can't just this is just the way i read comics too i I can't stay on anything for a long time. <laughs> like, yeah. I I can't just like watch season, season, Power and through season. The whole, no, yeah, no. All the seasons, I have yeah. to take a break. Like, I have to. If I'm gonna continue to enjoy that, I have to take a break from it. If that makes any sense. It does. And lock and key. I mean, lock and key has never been my favorite. I actually could have just stopped it season two but i said oh i might as well finish <laughs> since there's only one more season yeah i i might go secret secret invasion i don't i don't know i'm really falling horribly behind in the disney plus stuff i did watch a couple my uh cable service gave me some free uh, uh disney plus shows just a handful of shows to watch, so I watched a couple things. What'd you get? What did you do? I watched Werewolf by Night. Oh, the black and white or the color? The black and white. Yeah. It was just like a hour hour long special, I guess. The Lisa Bloodstone. Yeah, that's about the the Bloodstone in Werewolf by Night, isn't it? And Man Thing. And Man Thing is in it. I was very excited when I saw Man Thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yay. <clears throat> I enjoyed that. that was yeah, it was good. It was good. It's, the reason I asked is because they did a colorized version of it just recently. They colorized the same, it. The same thing? Yeah. They just brought it out in color? I think the black and white was good, though. Like, I think it made it a little more artsy for... Yeah, it had like a throwback kind of... Yeah. Too. I I I'm an I, I didn't know they had a I mean the version I was able to watch was black and white so right I like that one that was that was good and I also I watched the first couple episodes of uh, Miss Marvel I like that I liked it it's I think, uh, I think what's more interesting is not her as Miss Marvel but the family I like the family and the backstory yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of that. It it seemed a little written more for a younger crowd. Like it definitely felt like a teen drama. Yeah, but the comic is too. 
It is. I don't read the comic either. Yeah. <laughs> but it was good for what it was, and I liked the, the actress they got. But you didn't finish Play it. Her, so. No. And what else? Uh, I finished watching... I finally got to watch the second half of season two of From, from MGM Plus. So I got another free week of that. So I was excited because last time I got my free week, they only had the first half of the season available. So now I got to watch the second half of the season. Man, that's such a good show. I wish it was on something other than MGM Plus. <laughs> what was the what was the premise of this one again? That's the was town that people get. That's a town that yeah, town that people get stuck in and the creatures come out at night. Ah. It's really good though. It's it's like because it's a, the whole thing's a mystery. Like how do these people get trapped in this town? Why are they there? And how do they how do they get out? You you find out that people have been getting trapped in this town for probably the last I don't know hundred years. And they're they're slowly making progress, trying to figure out how to get out. So it's really good. That's what I I looked at. Like I swear, there's like nothing else on MGM Plus that I'm even interested in. Like in terms of they don't have a lot of like new shows, but they have this one this show, and it's it's like really good. It's weird. Yeah, they used to have Pennyworth. Oh, is that on on there? Yeah. I think it moved to. HBO Max though. Yeah. So I'm wondering like when this season or when this series That's ends. That's what I might go do. Switch to something else. I might go finish Pennyworth. Oh, Pennyworth. Yeah. That's more like a spy show, but it's pretty cool. Backstory of Alfred. Mhm. Yeah, I don't think I watched. Maybe I watched the first episode. I don't remember. And then I, I've started watching the Inhumans. Ah, that's good. I like that. I think there was there just there was just one season of that, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they did a really good job. Like I thought, with the uh, inner turmoil of the family, like the family, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I watched family. the first two episodes. I think two first two episodes. Or yeah, 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 first two episodes. I'm enjoying it. I, I like it. I think it's, yeah. it's really well done. So yeah, I thought they they wove in the characters pretty good and and Lockjaw looks cool. So yeah, he's <laughs> <It's> big. He's <laughs> a big boy. Gorgon and uh, Karnak and mm-hmm. Mad. What 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 is the uh, Black Bolt's brother? Something the Mad Maximus. Maximus. Yeah, I can't remember. Something like that. Mad Maximus. And then Medusa. Yep. Crystal was in there, I think. Yeah, she is. Yeah, so that series starts with them on the moon. And then I think, in, I don't know if it was the first episode, 
I think, yeah, the end of the first episode, some of them get transported to Earth. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I'm trying to... I'm, I'm going through my DVR and finding all the, these old shows that I recorded and never watched, so I'm watching through some of them. No, oh, we saw the... Um... The Martin Scorsese new film. Okay. Flowers of the... My father-in-law saw that, too. <laughs> yeah, it's really it. good. It's really good. Um, extremely slow, though. Like, the story beats are slow. Like, mm-hmm. it was three over three hours, and I, I was like... They had some scenes in there that I thought they didn't need. Like, it's almost like... I got a DVD with the extras before oh, like the, edi- the, the editor cut it, d- you know? Director's cut, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like there were pieces that I already knew it by seeing other scenes. Like, you filled in some stuff, but it added nothing. Okay. Um, but, but other than that, it was a good story. Um, I, I was frustrated. Because, I mean, it is based on a true story. But mm. I was frustrated at how they portrayed, like, some of the Native Americans because it sort of portrayed them like they were naive to the whole situation. And they might have been maybe, you know... Too trusting? Tr- too trusting. But... There was a point where I was like, why is she with this guy? Like, she knows she knows what's going on. Why is she forgiving him? Like, I, yeah. I, 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 uh, it's awful. It has to do with oil. Like, mm-hmm. the Native Americans control the oil on the reservation, and the white man comes and has to fuck up everything like they usually do uh, by murdering people and then marrying into these families so they can get the oil rights but um it's it's a it's a good movie i can never remember the name of it but i know it has flowers and the something in it everyone knows what we're talking about yeah it's the new scorsese film with uh dicaprio and um why can't i remember uh, it's not Al Pacino, but it's the other guy. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea who's on it. So, not Al Pacino. Oh, uh... Taxi Driver. Robert De Niro. Yeah, De Niro. Which they did Taxi Driver together too. I didn't know that Scorsese did Taxi Driver, became famous, and then did another movie, and then got slammed for it with De Niro in it, Liza Minnelli, and then got into cocaine addiction. And it was kind of like Robert De Niro getting him out, like saying, like, what the fuck are you doing with yourself? No, was it? Yeah. Interesting. Killers of the Flower Moon. That's what it was called. 
That was good. And I'm glad I saw it at a film. I just thought, I don't know if it's because of my age, and but three hours is a long fucking time. Like, it's a long time. And mm -hmm. I it felt like three hours. Yeah, it is. So, like, it wasn't like I lost track of time. It, it, right, you felt all of the <laughs> three hours. Well, I looked at my watch after two, and I was like, I thought it was... I still have another hour to go. You know, like I thought it was getting close. You're like, is it almost over? <laughs> but it was that it was the kind of movie that I, if I did have, I did have to go pee and I just did it and I didn't feel like I missed anything. Like I was, wasn't going to miss a key scene. Right. It's paced so slow that like, you'll miss something, but you won't miss like what's happening. Like you, you are not going to miss a key scene and say, Oh my God, that happened <laughs> because it's a historical piece. You kind of know the beginning, yeah. the middle and the end. It's just the acting that makes it good. It's tragic though. It really is. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. The movies like that are, I mean, it's good that they're being made because we need to cap capture this information and share this information and make people aware of it. But it, at the same time, it's not fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Scorsese's in his 80s, too. That's pretty crazy. It's impressive. Matthew Perry died. I saw that. 50 he's 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 my age 54 yeah he's old <laughs> i mean young sorry <laughs> young yeah he, uh, you're gonna turn it soon or are you turning 53 i'm turning 53 ah young young, young. you're still you're still young <laughs> baby yeah no it's uh I thought Apparently it was he, weird that they said he died of a drowning. He drowned in his hot tub. No, but I, I think what happened is he probably had a heart attack or something. And then was think, floating there. They can They can determine, determine that. that. Yeah, they'll yeah. the That'll autopsy be will tell you what he Yeah. What happened. I mean it would it would either have to be heart attack or I don't or drugs and alcohol, but I think he was clean, probably, right? Well, I think he was sober because he was an alcoholic. Yeah, no, he's like had... I, I think he, but that I, I've heard, and I don't know if this is true because I, I, I'm not an alcoholic, or I don't have alcoholics in my family. But mm -hmm. uh, well, I did in my dad's side, but they're gone. Um, I, I heard that when you're an alcoholic, like it does something to your heart, even if you get away from it, it, Still I, I don't, I don't know. Like yeah, I'd I, have to do, I'd have to do more research, but it could just be some articles I read that are bullshit, but yeah, I don't know about, I don't, I'm not aware of that one. I didn't Liver. research it that much. Yeah. I mean, I think all of your organs is probably not, very good for <laughs> it's very bad for your body yeah basically poisoning your body 
But yeah, so I guess we'll wait for. Uh, it's sad. In any case, it's. Yeah. Tragic. I want to live till 80 and be healthy like Scorsese. Like, and what I mean by healthy is like maybe he has some health issues, but he's able to move around and film stuff. <laughs> I, I want to be able to move around. You want to be able to film stuff. Film stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Pornos. <laughs> I want to film my Faust movie. <laughs> great 80-year-old dude. There is a Faust movie, by the way. Sounds familiar. It's on Amazon, but I think you have to pay for it. I've been tempted just to see what they do with it. Like, now that we're reading it, you know, Mm. it would be good to know what, like... I I hear it's not a lot like the comic, because that's what... That's what... Um... Vigil said. Yeah. But I, I'm curious. I know there's a Faust. When did that, you know, what year it came out? Yeah, I found it. Um, no, not that one. It's hard because whenever you search for Faust, of course you're going to get Faust stuff from the, the non-comic Faust. No, I saw it on Just Watch, though. Uh, Faust, is it 1994? Let me see. Faust, Faust, Faust. It's 2000. Faust, Love and the Damned. It's even named after the book we're reading. It's called Faust, Love of the Damned. Did you find it? No. Just type Faust and scroll. <laughs> if you're on Just Watch, just scroll down until you see Faust, Love of the Damned. <clears throat> Thank you for explaining <laughs> how to do a search on the internet. You're welcome. It's new, it's new so I'm well, not always I know you're speed not on the latest techniques. Tech... <laughs> You you haven't learned the scroll feature. Yet. <laughs> scroll. <laughs> I forgot. Sometimes I forget that there's more than just the one page you're looking at. So I'm used to back in my day, we just had one screen and you just looked at it, and you had everything you needed. And everything was right there on the screen. So I'm not yeah. used to this scrolling business. <laughs> is that it? 1960. So he said. Nine two thousand. Good. It's Faust, Love of the Damned. Search for that. Faust, Love and Mercy. Love of the Damned. It shows up right away. Must be your browser. uh, Netscape. I don't don't remember what you're using. Opera? Opera. Yeah. (laughs) Opera. The only user of Opera still. Been using it for years. There it is. I found it. You said to scroll. Yes, he even has, like, if you picture, yeah, it's scroll. You just had to scroll. Looks good. Oh, there's a trailer. Yeah. I'll have to watch the trailer. <clears throat> Rating 
it's uh, better than what's that, half, half the reviewers liked it. Yeah. Probably shouldn't watch it though till we're done reading Faust. I don't, I don't know. It might it might actually put some things together. <laughs> it might help. It might, it help. might help. <laughs> I um I did I did a couple things too to try to like I am so into this reading right now that I wanted to I googled like reviews for it uh-huh. to see if somebody broke it down like yeah. I want to understand it better, right? So I want to see if they saw something that I didn't see. And I couldn't find any. I couldn't find anything that didn't add anything that I already knew. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted some, like, introspective, like, let's break this down. Like, this is what happened. This this is why the radio DJ's there and they're listening to Elvis. Like, I I wanted somebody to to put this together so I could... After I read it, I could absorb absorb it a little more. Maybe the film will do that. Maybe it'll, even though I heard it's nothing like it, maybe it'll... Give some hints. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll put in more of an understandable, like the relationship between the doctor and the patient. <laughs> I don't know. Or the reporter that's writing in cursive that I don't understand what he's saying. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of it will get later. But there was something that was mentioned in the interview that was interesting. Well, like even reading the synopsis here from the movie, it says an artist sells his soul to the mysterious M in order to get revenge on the people who killed his girlfriend. Soon he releases everything, or soon he realizes everything has a price and he's transformed into a horned demon with a passion for killing. There you go. So, yep, there's a movie. I, I think this is what I was thinking of. So this is the the writer, David Quinn, speaking. He says, you know, some of it was not very literal in the book and not very linear, linear either. I mentioned some of the complicated storytelling we were reading in the 80s that was sort of playing into that. Jasper is out of his mind in the first few issues, and the book has a sort of trippy feel where things are not linear and not telegraphed by a narrator telling you what you're seeing. We wanted to immerse immerse people in that shit. You see, you hear the voices, and you sort of figure it out after. I know it was a little confusing for people, but for me as a writer, I really was really excited by it at the time. Ah. He says, I don't know, that sounds a little precious and mechanical now, but it was something I was really interested in putting into print. So I think he's trying to capture like the confusion of the character. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. Like, yeah. I thought he was, what I thought he was doing was channeling, like, whatever this Faust literature is and making it into a vicious, violent movie. Yeah, he says, uh, 
I wanted to have a sort of primal emotional experience in comics that I wasn't getting uh, from some of the purely intellectual comics that were out there. <clears throat> he was a teacher, so he's probably... Was he? I know he was in a punk rock band. I know that. No, oh, was he? Yeah. Was he a teacher? He says he was. I was writing and staging plays. Interested in comics, punk, hell, and John Milton. Maybe later he became a teacher. I don't know. <laughs> a punk rocker. He's a punk rocker. Like you. Yeah. Oh, look, there's even a, a page that has the poster of the movie yeah I think I'm gonna buy it just to watch it because I'm, I'm I'm just fascinated with the world right now so yeah it might suck <laughs> it might suck but I, I know going in what what I'm gonna but you'll get. you'll enjoy it in historical any yeah a historical thing that I want to know more about so and then I can go read Faust 777 The Wrath which is written by the same team I should go read that now but I might spoil it Yeah, well, so so let's let's talk about real quick what to cover next week. So we got Faust number three, right? Steamy. <laughs> yeah, we got Steamy. We can do Faust. You just want to continue on Megaton? Yeah, we're gonna get close to finishing that. And then, do you want to do an Antarctic? Do we have any Antarctics that are piling up? Exciting is piling up. Jungle is. We're at least five or six in jungle, in planet. I think same same position. The only thing that we're close to being caught up is horror. Horror, yeah. I think we only have one or two issues now. Okay, well, which do you want to do? Uh, I get what to pick. What are you in the mood for? I get to pick. <laughs> jungle. Uh, let's do jungle. The next three. Yeah, let's do the next three jungles. I don't know what jungle we're on. Let me look it up on my phone. Oh, that's jungle. Man, I haven't read a jungle in a while. There we go, jungle. So I think we're on 14. Oh, we read jungle not too long ago because we read those Zan stories and Primal. I just know we have like five, five or yeah. six in we my can read box. Fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. Fourteen through sixteen, <clears throat> and then exciting is the other one. We're probably, I, I, I do like I, I like these titles a lot, but I like the fact that we're only going to be getting in the next two, like two a month. Yeah, because I, because then I hope it, they keep that up. <laughs> it turns it turns the fire hose off a little bit, yeah, you know. Like I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if they alternate, that would be great. If they alternated each month. Let me see if there was some other thing though I wanted to add. If I have it, 
I know I have the rest. Machine Gun Mary. Mary Machine Gun and Arctic. Interesting. How did that happen? I don't know what happened. I ordered everything except for number one. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, how'd you miss that? I'm I'm going to DCBS now to see if I missed it. Mary Machine Gun. Oh, that's fucking weird. I have two, three, and four, and one is still in processing. Ooh, so they got shorted. Look at look look at yours to see if you have it. I will check. Mary Space Machine Gun. Mary. Uh, Mary Machine Gun processing. So you didn't get number one either. No. <laughs> but but I have two, three, and four already. Oh, that's weird. That is what very happened? weird. I'm gonna look on. Well, it must have come out. My comic shop. I bet it's there. Look on my comic shop. <clears throat> oh, they don't have any number ones. Really? In stock. That's weird. They have two, I, I, two and three. <laughs> it must have that, just been shorted. Like across the board, a flood, yeah. flood. Now, now there's a a shortage of Mary Machine Gun. This thing is like one thousand copies, and it's worth like forty thousand dollars now. <laughs> Antarctic Mary Machine Gun. Oh man, I wanted to read that too. eBay, okay. Yeah, I guess I get, you can get got. it for cheap off of eBay. Mary Machine Gun number one. Oh, it's there. That's weird. Why didn't they? I wonder why they got shorted. <sighs> This is a tough one. Do I wait for it, which doesn't look likely after having the first four? Uh, or do I go for it yeah. and then ask for a refund? I don't know. I I, I think I'm going to add a couple number ones, but I need to digest what to add. I, I think we need to... Mm-hmm. Well, I think I need to target number ones like we did, like Transformers and Schlub, because... All right, once you have to make a decision. I, I want to make a decision, yeah. yeah. I want to make a decision, and I think it'll save me money in the long run mm -hmm. than to just keep on, yeah, keep on going. Yeah. And that way, I'm my collection's more focused on what I want to read. Right. Or you're more likely to read. Or more likely to enjoy. Yeah. And my tastes yeah, change all the time, you know. Maybe maybe in the future I'll say, God damn, I'm going to go buy all the schlubs again because I'm in the mood for a dentist that becomes a superhero. 
So if you come up with two number ones, and I'll come up with two number ones. Okay. And then the more current, the better, because then I can pull. I can get out earlier. <laughs> okay, I'll try to target newer stuff that you may want to cut the cut ties with. And I might love it, like traveling to Mars. Like that was amazing. It was. I want a Mary Machine Gun 4.99 free shipping. I can't find it. <laughs> That's what I want to. Oh, there's free shipping. Uh, with eight ninety nine, so I'm spending four dollars of shipping. That probably is a good deal. Yeah, it is. That's why I came up first. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's happened. I. I've never seen them. I've seen them double ship like a one and two together because like the first one was damaged or something. Mm -hmm. I've never seen them get like three behind. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Especially because. Let's let, let just say they have. Let's say they have 500 customers. Just just let's say they have a thousand customers. Sure. Of that thousand, there's probably ten that order that. Is my guess. Yeah, sounds about right. Ten, fifteen, maybe. And that's us. That's two of them right there. <laughs> two. I wonder if they didn't. If they got any at all. <clears throat> and maybe maybe, maybe Martin, because he listens to us and says, "Well, maybe I should get Mary Machine Gun." <laughs> he might. He might be the third. Yeah. Seven more out there. So those seven people, let us know if you were able to get Mary Machine Gun. Yeah. Hmm. Your purveyor. Comic book purveyor. See, that's how much comics we get, though. We don't notice shit like that, right? <laughs> <clears throat> I remember ordering it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't... I, I would have guessed that it was in one of my boxes sitting here waiting to be read, but... Nope. I didn't get it. Yeah, that was going to be one of the number ones I wanted to add. Because yeah, I was looking forward to that. <laughs> mm -hmm. That comes out of the Aerial Warrior, um, Warrior Nun stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You need to read that until the movies come out. Are they making movies? Is that where they're going? Yeah, they're jumping to... Yeah, they. I believe they're jumping to movies. I think they're like playing like three movies. I think the movies are going to get really interesting in the next couple of months, next year, because of the actors' strike and the writers' strike. Yep, it's, gonna, it's definitely going to be interesting. Let's see what happens. I was telling Barb, I hope our theater doesn't go under. Like, cause I I love to go to the theater. That's like one of my things that I really. I try to go every week. I would have gone this week to see something I didn't even want to watch, but I like to go to the theater. I don't know what I would have watched because I wouldn't have seen the Freddy 
whatever that one is because it's it was released on peacock so the same time oh, it was released yeah. on the theater yeah but uh i might have gone to see the exorcist or something i still wanted to see that yeah <laughs> like last night i was in the mood for horror movies after the innkeepers but i was by myself and there's no harley and it's just i was like do i really want to scare the shit out of myself before bed (laughs) and i was like no i think it's probably not a good idea and i kept on hearing shit like in the house because of the goddamn banging in that goddamn innkeeper movie i kept on hearing things like creaks (laughs) and stuff and i'm like what the fuck and then I needed to go do the dehumidifier, and I was like, I don't want to go into the basement. <laughs> <laughs> this is banging coming from the basement. So even I'm not the going mo- down there. Even though the movie wasn't that scary. It was I, suspenseful. It, did, it, it psychologically suspenseful. scared me. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. I was never screaming at the edge of my chair, scared, but it put something back in my, I, I, I guess, to think about, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I didn't think it was the asthma that killed her, though. I'm glad I talked to you. Maybe that's <laughs> a little bit of closure that I didn't. I know I know the inhaler was shown later on. I yeah, they think... the cops found it, I think. I guess I didn't think her asthma was that bad. <clears throat> but I guess if you're scared to death, it's bad. If you got ghosts chasing you. Yep. Clown Shock is another comic we need to look for. I think I have I have Clown Shock. Clown Shock. Was there only one issue? I don't know. We'll find out. I'm gonna look at my. What do I have? I know for sure I have. At least yeah, it's one only issue. one. Only one Clown issue. Shock. Yeah, I have that. Wait, it's not on my list. Maybe I don't have it. I swear I have Clown Shock. And it says Legendary Collector's Issue with Tim Tyler as the writer and the artist. Maybe I don't have it. Maybe I just know of it. Son of a God. Clown, Clown Shock. North Star. Could have sworn I had Clown Shock. Well, they have a comic called Amy Papadua. I don't know <laughs> what I don't know what that is. I don't think I have Amy Papadua. I don't think I have Amy Papadua. There's the best of North Star. Boosts of the Oppressor. What are you looking at? Cenotap. <laughs> Chain Gang. Chronicles of Crime and Mystery, Sherlock Holmes. What are you looking at? My database. Just random comics or no North Star, North Star. Cold Blooded, I know I have. I might have a full run of that, but there's Cold Blooded, there's Cold Blooded, The Burning Kiss. Yeah, there's Cold Blooded, The Slayer. Faust. Fritz Whistle. Oh, clowns with a K. That's why I'm not finding it. Do you have it? I'm sure I have Clown Shack. I'm going to jump to the K's. Fritz Whistle. That's another one you need to I have. Fr- I have Fritz Whistle. Horror, yeah, the Shack. Illustrated Book of Fears. I don't have that. 
Fritz Russell hu- might be Vigil, isn't it? The Hunting. Yeah, I think so. At least the covers. Yeah. <clears throat> the Hunting. I have The Hunting. Clown Shock. I have Clown Shock. Miseroth, a, a Muck Hell. I don't think I have Miseroth, a Muck Hell, but apparently I've clicked on it before. Mongrel? Mongrel I have. North I Star, know. fifth anniversary. North Star Presents. Omen. I have, I have <coughs> Omen. Puke and Explode. <laughs> I don't think I have any puke and explode. Puppy action. <laughs> I have to click on that one to see what that is. <laughs> Looks like a, it's mature, mature readers. This next one is really tough to pronounce. It's R A H R W L. Rawrl? Rawrl. Rawrl. Roots of the Oppressor, Sherlock Holmes, Soul of the Dragon. Uh, it's just so interesting they have Sherlock Holmes ones. It Sherlock is. Holmes, Tales of Mystery and Suspense, Slash, Splatter, Tool. That's the last one I have. Yeah. I have some of these, not all of these, though. What is that puppy action? <laughs> puppy action. Puke and Explode sounds like it's like anthology. Rawl is a cat person equivalent to oh, Conan the Barbarian. He's a fierce and accomplished hunter, using all his feline savagery to good advantage. At the same time, he's really quite civilized, taking care of his relatives, and capable of using his guile and cunning to best crocodile men who threaten them. Like any good-looking beast, he also has more than his share of admirers. Sabrina, his cat-like girlfriend, as well as the strangely lusty queen of the crocodile men. So there's the sex in there. There's the sexual intrigue. <clears throat> as a series, Rawl is hard to pin down. The stories seem fantasy adventure, part-time camp. Rawl tends to say things like holy mackerel (laughs) when surprised and part light sex comic which hints at Omaha the cat dancer and the bare chested females and heavy petting that occurs from time to time (laughs) still Norwegian creator uh, art is exceptional and Rawls adventures make it for an interesting if somewhat simplistic story Looks like something to that I should get. Looks great. But then they're showing that a copy on eBay is $45. That's what some of these are expensive. Puppy action. <clears throat> these are like anthropomorphic puppy strips. This one... This one doesn't seem adult to me. It seems that mature readers though. This does seem weird. 
Uh, with the description, it's very hard to tell for what this is. Yeah, I don't know. The cover just shows a bunch of little cartoon people. There's dogs and people. Oh, no, they're dogs with hair. Yeah, they're dogs with hair and clothing. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on. It says immature readers, though. Oh, immature readers. Never mind. It says immature readers. So maybe it might just be all ages. Curious about this Sherlock leather face. Holmes. Oh, that's Leatherface. I didn't know they had a Leatherface comic. Why are they doing Sherlock Holmes? That's so weird. <laughs> it's very weird. I didn't have Leatherface in my database. Let me look it up. That's because it's listed as AirPad in my database. The publisher? Yeah, AirPad. Huh. Whereas the cover does look like North Star, at least yeah. the emblem. Yeah, it's got the logo. <clears throat> yeah, that's one to get. Wasn't there a Leatherface versus something? Leatherjack. Leather Society of America. Now that would look pretty good. <laughs> well, I think I have this C-Note pretty sure I have C-Note Oh, uh, yeah? Do you have Leather Society of America? I do not have Leather Society of America. This is by a company called G-Spot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. This they looks pretty cool. Shy. I wonder if I can get a copy of that. That looks interesting. <clears throat> a company called There's Leather Tales. We're getting into adult titles here. Leather Underwear. <laughs> Yeah, these are ones that you probably won't be finding on my comic shop. Leave it to Binky. I'd really like to get a hold of those. Yeah. I, I don't these. have any Leave it to Chance. Can you believe that? Or maybe I do. Chance or Binky? Leave it to Ch I have a couple of Leave it to Binkies. Not much. I mean, Leave It to Binky is a long-running thing. It is. What's Leave It to Chance? Oh, that was like Image or something, wasn't it? <clears throat> that was James Robinson, Paul Smith. Yeah, there's some issues of that. I should have a decent run of that. Leave It to Binky was 71 issues. <clears throat> That's what we should tackle is... Uh... Well, then there's Binky's Buddies. Not for this this next episode, but uh, we have those. Uh, we could read like chapter one of one of those Archies or romance things that that writer wrote. Because I have those books now. What are you talking about? Those 
books that you recommended I bought. Oh, the novels. The novels, yeah. Yeah. You know what I read? Werewolf Jones. That's fucking insane. That is so perverted crazy. What, what is that? Shit. Gotta remind me. That's the Fanographics. You said you knew what it was. Werewolf Jones. Werewolf Jones and Sons. Oh, Werewolf Jones. So the uh, Simon Hanselman, Josh Pettinger book. You, yeah. You read it? I did. Well, I haven't that's, even read it yet. I read the first issue, but... That's fucking insane. I read the hardcover. Yeah. yeah. I read... Yeah, I'm partway into it. Yeah, that guy, that guy's a father that raises two sons. <laughs> yeah, and they're Werewolf always Jones. like yeah. fucking each other. It's it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> and Werewolf Jones is like a sex addict. Like he's always putting his dick in stuff, and he's and a drug addict. <laughs> and a drug addict. Like he's he'll do the drugs while he's like, kids, go play in the basement. I gotta go meet some people, and he's doing like heroin upstairs. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Yes, he's the world's worst father. He's terrible. (laughs) Werewolf Jones. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to get into some of these. I probably should finish Slash Slash and um, the other one before I get into the others. Let's see, Slash, I have one, two, three, four. I have a full run of Slash. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think there's a lot of issues of it. Man, I, don't even, I think I only have number one of Slash. <clears throat> if I yep. even have any Slash. The other one that I really, really, really want, and I own, it's going to be expensive, but I own like... I have one rep- in four. Reprints of... Is I really want to own the crow from Caliber. I thought you had. I have the reprint of the crow. I have like one of the books. Yeah. Man, there's been a lot of crow series. Yeah, I own almost all the image I do own all the image oh, I own the image I own the IDW ones mm-hmm. all the current stuff yeah let me see the crow caliber I don't I love the movie too god dang let's see the image the image one I own everything except for the McFarlane cover which is really expensive that's 1A. Oh, I own some of the crow. Yeah, I own the... one I own 1 through 10 from that one. That'd be a good one to get. Gosh. I started reading that one. It's very weird. Oh, the Tundra one is the one I own. That's the reprint of the original. So when Tundra reprinted it, I own one, two, and three. I'm missing four. Okay. Is there a four? Or is that just make-believe? That might be make-believe. I have no cover for it. So there might just be one through three. 
So the Tundra one I own. Here's some weird crowbar. Crow Creek? What is that? Free Fall Comics? Crowded. The Crow Hack Slash I own. The Crow yeah, own Hark one. and Herald I own. I own. Oh, I think I own. Yeah, I must. I have some crow, but yeah, I, must, I think I have the tundra, the tundra versions. I don't have any of the caliber. Ooh, and they're expensive. I won't be having any of the caliber. Life I own, which is IDW. So what was that one life. that was really good? Was it? What was the one that was good where he went to? He was in like a freak show. Oh, that was IDW. It was yeah. Life yeah. or one of them. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, Lethy. Leth. That's good. Crow of the Bear Clan. I bet you have that. That's a Blackthorn Press. I. I have some of it. Oh, now this one I'm really interested in the Crow Razor finale. That's Hartso. That's from London Night. Oh, the Crow and Razor? Yeah, together. Together at last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would like that one. <clears throat> and they have the Crow Razor Kill the Pain. That's another one I need to get. That's Hartso, too. Yep, kill the Pain. And kill the Pain. Well, that was a four issue, five issues. Fuck the Pain away. The Crow Kill the Pain tour book. That might be just like a sketchbook of it or something. Nocturnal Ma I didn't know they were together. The Crow Razor Nocturnal Mask. Oh, that has Jim Ballant art in it. Oh, I mean, it's got a bunch of artists, but the Crow Razor, the Lost Chapters. I don't know. I found a lot of Hartso books I don't have. <laughs> and that, that fits the bill of two things I like. Ooh, there's The Crow, A Cycle of Shattered Lives by James O'Barr from Kitchen Sink. The Crow, City of Angels from Kitchen Sink. Yeah, there's a lot of Crow series. That's Matt Wagner doing the uh, writing. The Crow. Wonder why I don't have that one. That's IDW. Which one? Curare. I might have that one, and it's not. I gotta find it. The Crow Dead Time. Oh, okay, I have I have that one. That's Kitchen Sink. So I have The Crow Dead Time. The Crow Death and Rebirth. I have that. That's IDW. The Crow Flesh and Blood. That's Kitchen Sink. I don't have I have that. Yeah, I have that too. The Crow Memento Mori. I have that. I think I have that. 
the crow pestilence I have that well I have I don't know if I have the rest of it I gotta inventory some of these things especially the IDW I thought I had all the IDW stuff and it looks like I would I might not Some of them are collected editions. The Crow Walking Nightmares, that's Kitchen Sink. Don't have that. That's Christopher Golden writing and Phil Hester. <clears throat> the Crow Wild Justice. So Kitchen Sink did a lot of The Crow. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't know they had that money. Do you have Crozania? Crozania. Yeah, that looks weird. It's an image book. How does it how does it spell? C R O Z O N I A. I don't even see it on here. I do not have that. I never heard of it. Me neither. I don't know why it's listed as image though. It doesn't show image on the cover. <laughs> oh, does it? This is not image. This is something else. Adri, I don't even see this one. Crucial fiction. Fanographics. Barb's calling. Do you want to get it? Uh, let me get it real quick. having trouble kind of like i don't know what this crow zania he's talking about is i don't see it on my comic shop and i've never heard of it 